<laughs> I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes. Like a doll's eyes. I love this town! <laughs> Hello, city! Welcome to City Feet Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm the Big C himself, Cody. It's very drunk. I'm going to call you that from now on, Big C. <laughs> Big C. So I need to say, fucking, fuck you, Big C. <laughs> I'm fucking cancer now. Uh, I'm Kim. <laughs> yeah, cancer all up in this bitch. And we're at the City of Geek Podcast. Uh, you can find us from other places. We are citygeek.com. You can find our news, reviews, everything else that we're working on, along with the YouTube channel. Just look that up. Every, all those stuff comes from citygeek.com. You found us through SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you've been listening since the beginning, thank you. We love you. Um, Hi, Mom. Thanks <laughs> to all our loved ones who are subscribed uh, and all the random people who are like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Uh, so tonight we are going to be talking about horror franchises, um, but we did want to do a little uh, reconnaissance, I guess, first. Uh, uh, the Crypticon is coming up in just a few weeks. Booyah! Um, about three weeks from now as it's blooming. They announced Harry Manfredi. Mancini. Mancini. Uh, yes. I, like, I like McFreddy. 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 Mm-hmm. He worked on Nightmare and I worked on Friday the 13th. He worked on Friday the 13th. I am super excited for that. I didn't think I was going to get that excited over something like... No, you know. But I, I love the score of that. That'll be somebody I at least go visit. Same thing yeah. with Nick Strong who did all those... Um, who did like Nightmare, Nightmare 3. And yeah. Nightmare yeah, yeah, 3. Yeah. He was a super nice guy last year. Yeah, he's, he's cool. And I'm glad he's so back so quickly. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh... So unfortunately, Linnea Quigley had to drop out uh-huh. for uh, shooting schedules. Um, so, but we still have, um, I can't remember her name right now, but Angela from Night, um, Night of the Demons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On my, yeah. I forgot to put on my list. Um, so I have another franchise on yeah. there. Um, and it, we will be all paneling in some yes, form. Yes, at various points. Uh-huh. I'm uh, going to post that up onto okay, the page at some point. Let me off, Bob. No, yeah. I'm going to edit you I, right out. It's going to be me and Kim. Exactly. <laughs> I am on the friendship panel, which means I pretty much just have to say how to be a good friend, which is not that difficult unless you're certain people. That's some glowing words of wisdom from the big C over there. Um, big C? No, we're, we're uh, uh, doing a lot of different types of panels, too, so that's kind of yeah. nice. There's something for everybody. Yeah, Bob was telling me you guys were the only people on the weird Northwest panel. We're, yeah. uh, North, I'm going to be Northwest there. Northwest history. Yeah. I'm going to get one of those custom-made like rally towels with City of Geek on it, and every time you guys make a good point, I'm going to be like, Whoa! Like, I'm back at Steelers game back when I was uh, living in Pittsburgh. Uh, <sighs> then, Kim, you have a lot of true crime stuff. A lot of true crime. I think I've got eight panels, I think. Yeah. Uh, streaming horror panel, international horror. Um, we're Pacific Northwest, Haunted Pacific Northwest. Which is me, you, Tori, and someone else. Yeah, true tales of murder. Um the like most baffling unsolved ones. I don't know. I'm leaving things out. Are they out. still yeah, doing that one? Because there's that one they were doing for a while where they were showing the actual like extreme death panel. Uh, the, the, uh, that's what me by that story bracken about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just go to CryptoConSeattle.com to find out the panel listing that was posted the other day. See yeah. everything we're on that everyone else amazing is on. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Crypticon people, uh, we did see a lot of them last week when uh, Kim Pets and Tony were there. But we did go see Pet Cemetery with uh, 
Jennifer Lovely from Don't See the uh, Don't Read the Latin. Uh, the, <laughs> don't sing the Latin. Don't sing the Latin. Don't sing the Latin. Either way, you're still gonna get a demon. It's gonna be a singing mm-hmm. dancing demon. It's like something from Buffy, probably. That's why Catholics um, have so many. Well, I mean, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> and uh, the Ghouls of the Crypt. Uh, and then we're both. We're all there. Um, then uh, Amy Simon and uh, Adrian Clark from my Stephen King retrospective, which is on the site. Uh, so a bunch of us were there. Um, so this is a big group of Crypticon people. We just going to like another person? That person, that person? Yeah, it was, it was absurd. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a weird Crypticon reunion. I'm like, oh, there's Heather. There's mm. Becky. There's Michelle. There's everybody. Oh, yeah, Heather was there, too. I yep. missed her at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You, you did. Yeah, I missed the party. I did talk to her afterwards. That's a crime. I and then, uh, yeah, then of course this will come out after, but Bone Bat is a supplement weekend. Sold out. Yeah. Go oh, it is sold out. That's so, amazing. So if you, uh, we're going to, I'm Bone Bat. We, we should take the, um, take the responsibility for that since we did have Steve on the show two episodes ago. Yeah. And now they sold out. So it's our, it, it's it, our fault. That is a city yeah. of geek thing. <laughs> Booyah. Just kidding, Steve. Just kidding, Steve. Probably <laughs> 0.69% of the profits. Uh-huh. <laughs> profits? There's no profits. I was going to say, festival. I figure. And you tell. You tell festivals break even. I will be there in spirit because fuck Romania. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Talk then, about that uh, more in the uh, uh, international horror panel. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll um, just show up there. Fuck Romania. <laughs> any other uh, like uh, news or things you want to mention? You know, I'll, I'll honestly. Um, oh. No, I'll let you go if you want to go. Um, my news is more like. Anecdotal funny horror moves news for the week, which is uh, the the theater that accidentally played um, a bunch of horror trailers <laughs> in oh front God, of the Peppa Pig movie, and um, I I I don't know what it says about me that when I when I read this, it was a friend of mine posted on my wall, and it made my day. I laughed like a motherfucker. Uh, I think that means I'm going to hell, but I'm okay with it. As when, someone who's worked at the movie theater, uh, when we have the Names, they get cut off after like, but eight letters. So you have to be super careful that like I can't think of anything on top of my head, but particular titles that are similar to each other at the beginning to make sure you're playing. If you still have that movie on your server, that you don't put the wrong movie up. Mm. Um, let's say there's like, you know, pet something or other, and you actually play Pet Cemetery. Um, or you instead of like Secret Life of Pets, yeah. it's Pet Cemetery. It might be, or, yeah, so you yeah. Like pet says Pet Secret, and then yeah. it's Pet S. Oh no. You know, that happened, I remember back in 2007 when I was like, I think I was 14. Thank you, Kim. You're welcome. Um, and they played fucking Hills Have Eyes 2 for 20 minutes in front of, instead of Bridge of Ter- to Terabithia. <laughs> that doesn't even line up. I was going to say, I don't even know how the you can get that. Like, literally, in that movie, within the first 20 minutes, somebody gets um, assaulted by a mutant. Oh, yeah. Like, brutally. Brutally. Yeah. And somebody gets shoved with a bunch of, like, you know, wounds in their... Into a porta potty by a mutant, oh, yeah. and they pop out of that shit. So those kids were literally traumatized. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be weird. Like, and then of course, probably better than. But actually, like, like I like Bridge to Terabithia. Tales of Ice Two wasn't Dude, so big on, but Bridge to Terabithia is a dark ass movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. I never liked it as a kid because it depressed me too much. Um, I remember all the boys in my class cheered when the girl died. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, there's death in there," and I'm like, "She's still uh, dead, man." <laughs> They were going to be together forever, and now they're gone. And now they're not. Well, she's but gone. Uh, yeah, tonight we'll be talking about uh, horror franchises. Uh, yeah. A big, giant thing. Because you, 
horror is so many franchises. Uh, yeah. If they can make a sequel, they probably will. And Particularly sometimes it'll continue on for a while. Oh, yeah. God. Like, slashers are essentially... I mean, every new slasher film is trying to become a franchise. And it's... I remember when the like, Gallows came out. And granted, they are making the Gallows, too. So yeah. they don't really? They're like, oh, Freddy has this glove. Jason has this machete. And whatever the fuck that yeah, little loser's what the name, name is. He's got his noose. Like, fuck you. Name? I hope your movie... Burns. I hope they die and they go to hell. I mean, they do die. Yeah, probably. Spoiler alert. Maybe go to hell. I don't think anyone saw it, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's... I don't know how you guys want to define franchises. Cody and I were talking about it before on the way here. I was looking at it. When I made my list, I was thinking of movies that have three in one particular series before a reboot. I was, mm-hmm. was it including television series, offshoots, or stuff like that? Like, I... Right. Like, a show that once it comes up each time, I didn't put Ghostbusters on my list because there's two movies, a lot of cartoons, right. and then a remake. And then a reboot. And I didn't, though it's considered a franchise to many people because you got everything else that goes along with it, but I didn't put it on my list because I was trying to think of, like, longer things that... For me, you need at least three for it to be considered a franchise because otherwise it's just a sequel. Mm. And... I know and if that it's rebooted is a thing, but it's not quite. The but it's same. it's technically if it's rebooted, you're not looking at something that's part of uh, its original timeline. Yeah. But then you've got something like um, the New Evil Dead, where there was a tie-in to and they the were original. Planning originally to bring them together. Uh, yeah, or? and to be fair, at that point there had been three Evil Dead movies. Um, so yeah, I mean there was a, yeah. and now there's know, been uh, they went back to the original series. The new yeah, that was pissed me so, off that they never followed up on that because I, I really liked that. Yeah, oh, I thought too. that was Evil wonderful. Is yeah, no, I really enjoyed that the remake. That was a great movie. Uh, Just straight up, I remember reboot or whatever. My, you call I think it. my mom got it for me because uh, I didn't get the chance to go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh man, it was so good. Yeah, that was so that, good. I, that was that was one. I mean, there you go. There's a franchise right there, yeah. <laughs> the Evil the Dead franchise. Yeah. Evil Dead, that is our first one. We broke. So we talking about uh, yeah. Just, so I figured in this we'll be just talking about you know just our favorites, things that we don't like. Not like saying this listing like like we're at a panel. Or no like one, that, but more of kind of seeing where things go and this uh, our favorites. Uh, I'd like go. to bring one up straight out of the gate. Uh-huh. Straight out of the gate, Leprechaun. <laughs> God, that's kind of franchises that don't quite work. First of all, wrong. It better be glowing about Leprechaun or you're wrong. I appreciate the audacity of the sequels. Thank you. That's all I want. Because those fucking sequels, they go places. They, just, they go to the they hood. They go to space. The hood. Twice. To space twice. They get rebooted twice. Oh my god. That first I haven't reboot, seen it. I didn't see it. I hated the, the first reboot. The first reboot. It took away the character. It He's took the magic to, away, yeah. And, and I, the new one looks pretty good. I've seen the trailer. I, I'm ashamed to say, you know, I don't. I haven't seen the new one. And I love the Leprechaun movies. I think they're stupid as shit and I think they're fucking horrible movies. But they're... They're, they're, they're fun. They're so fun. That's the first one, I don't think actually really trying to be something scary. Something no, 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 no. They no, became very the tongue in cheek. I think the first maybe. one really was like you know they had like a, they didn't know what to do. Like half yeah. the movies like ha 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 ha. You know it's a little leprechaun killing people, and the other half's like this shit's menacing. Yeah, that fucker's gonna kill you in your sleep. And the second one's mediocre as fuck. But I, when they go to like Vegas the in the one. third one, <laughs> and then when they, and they eloped to, with Elvis, yeah, space. <laughs> Yeah, the and space then, uh, was two times in the hood. The hood. The hood. Duh. Granted, there's some still not great humor in there, especially uh-huh. when it's really forced. Humor it's really so humor, much. and there's a lot of stuff that, like, you look back on, you kind of groan. Like, um, 
there's a moment where, you know, a trans person is with the leprechaun and he's like, oh, you're an abomination or something and it kills him. And it's like, okay, that's not fun to look at. It's, there's some dated humor. There's some very, very dated, dated humor. humor. Yeah. But, uh, like, Leprechaun actually brought up one of the questions I was thinking about when I was working on my list. Like, besides five and six, both the hood ones, coming back to back and being one continuing story in its own way, each of those is almost its own oh, yeah. thing. And I was like, does the that really The one factor cause... is the Leprechaun. But yeah. he has different rules, different origins every single time. Yeah, they never they keep the consistency. You can just, no. like, throw the title out, put them in a different order. Yeah, Although the new one, it? I guess, ties in directly to the original. Like, they've even got the uh, the... The, the guy who was the, the painter in that. Oh, the the guy who played a uh, guy from Pooey. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like, uh, especially when something's been continued in a franchise where it's gone either direct-to-video or direct-to-DVD kind of thing, um, a lot of times they don't tie together. They are standalone. I mean, you look at... Uh, uh, well, like the... the, uh, the the prom night movies that yeah. happened after prom night, none of them well, had anything two, to do three, with the original. Four, kind of, they all Mary Lou. Uh, and, like the first, but like one is completely separate from two, yeah. three, four. Because two, three, four do have like no, there's two and three do have um, Mary Lou. Mary Lou, but then four is think it's its own thing. Is yeah. its own thing, and so and the, one the, the urban legends one, like yeah. there's there. They don't some... show up in the other two urban legends, but they're but all they're their own. They're their own story. Their own, like in number two, I think. At the very, very end, you have the... Gregor Gayhart. Yeah, as, as a, yeah. in a really quick cameo. But it's not something... Compare that to something like the Scream franchise. Yeah, which do can... Which... God, well, those are like tapestry type stuff. Well, because you know, like, they've maintained probably more so than almost any horror franchise. Um, and insanely... Don't feed my cat chocolates. Talking to Cutie, not really... Oh, okay, like I heard talking. Kitty. <laughs> I heard Kitty as well. Um... Has uh, a a huge amount of original characters who, and this isn't really a spoiler because on the poster for part four, you have surviving characters from the previous three yeah. movies. So no yeah, they suffer from that nineties. You know, where they just like, yeah, we don't want to actually do a unique unique poster. Here's just all the characters <laughs> yeah. in a row with, with the a different yeah. Yeah. Bad, yeah. But but they've maintained probably, I argue more so than almost any of the franchises um a, oh, yeah. an, a, overall a, an overall ideas. yeah in a way that that you don't generally actually see building on each other outside of something oh. like the mcu <laughs> yeah well like well, like look at hellraiser yeah the first two very kind of close yeah, yeah. the like, third one kind of ties in but in the fourth one goes off the rails, mm-hmm. and then every movie after the fourth one, even the new one, was written originally something other than a Hellraiser yeah. script, yeah. which sometimes works. And sometimes like I actually, I'll de- eventually I'll get around to seeing them all, which uh, didn't even mention. Like we're talking about franchises, I have a show on on our YouTube. Once I go through a fire franchise, I've only done one horror franchise so far, which Pumpkinhead. But uh, I do actually, I've seen all but the non-Douglas Bradley. Um, uh, Hellraisers. I haven't seen the two new ones. I heard actually the newest one's actually pretty solid. Yeah, I heard it wasn't horrible. Uh, I just never got around to it. Um, but some of the later Hellraisers are actually pretty decent. Not Hellworld. Fuck no. But um, <laughs> with Lance Henriksen in it. But uh, speaking Not of Lance. Pumpkinheads, uh, but like like Deader and uh, mm-hmm. like Hellscape, the other ones, they're okay. You mm-hmm. know, and there there's some pretty solid scripts that probably would never have been noticed if they didn't toss Hell Hellraiser into them. Because I think those ones that get a lot of what three and four got wrong with the franchise is that you know the Cenobites 
are the side characters who come mm-hmm. in to influence and affect what's happening, but not be the main drive. When you try to anchor them too. I like the fifth one. Is yeah, that Bloodlines? Blood, uh, no, Bloodlines is four. Um, yeah, that's the one with the detective. Mm. It's, it's the fifth one, yeah. Because I, I have to say, I Can't did like... Called, but, um, I did like Hel- Bloodlines. Hellseeker, I think. Like um, I thought there were some problems in it, but I, I actually really enjoyed Bloodlines. Adam... Scott yeah. with that wig hair. Yes. Beautiful. If I ever meet him, I'm going to be like, dude, you got to wear that fucking... I want him to sign my copy and be like, here, sign this for me. Not anything you did on Parks and Rec. Not the Life of the Party or whatever that show was. Party... Cr- I don't know. What was that? Uh, yeah, uh, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I can't yeah. Yeah, I never yeah, watched yeah. it, but Party Down. Party Down, yeah. Something with Party. I care nothing for your other career. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Hellraiser 4. Hellraiser 4. That about. was your peak. You should have stopped. <laughs> it was your peace de like, like Paul Rudd just stopped after Halloween 6. You know, Except he looks the same. Yeah, he does. So, he uh, does. He's part, of the, he's part of the cult. And, he's yeah. part of the cult. And that's how he gets entrance to Thanos' butthole. <laughs> Through the thorn. <laughs> Through the thorn <laughs> hole. <laughs> it all works. It all comes back. Oh, Lord. Um, so, Bob, what's one of your favorites? Uh, so like I would, I'm just gonna go where the like we, of course we talked about Halloween essentially in the third episode. So I'm not even yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Like, we all love Halloween. Let's yeah. Move on. Uh, the main thing when you come to franchises, I think the discussion that we should lead things to what we already did is like, are you guys more Friday Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street people? Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm Friday the Thirteenth. All but that's for me because you better not try to fuck me, brothers. I, 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 I and, and nice. there's nothing like I, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. It's more that growing up, the first slasher I ever saw was Friday the Thirteenth, and they used to run the marathons, and I'd watch them on USA up all night, and so I saw those movies from a very young age over and over. And and, and you know, honestly, I get that because yeah. that's that's me with Halloween. Exactly. Is that was you know the first exposure I really had mainstream other than what my parents showing was. You know, uh, the back when they did Fear Fest the whole month of yes. October, and then I would watch Halloween and Halloween one through six. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street is actually a later thing in my life. Mm-hmm. I love me some Nightmare. I love me some Freddy, but I love Jason too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where it's hard to really choose. But Nightmare is by yeah. I watched uh, Friday Thirteenth first because those were on TV more. Yeah, uh, they're all more standalone things where mm-hmm. they Nightmare on Elm Street do kind of build a little bit on There's each some, other. There's some mythology. There's, yeah, yeah, you usually get characters to connect even if they get killed in the first act next time. R.I.P. Right. Um, <laughs> all the all the warriors, all the fucking dream warriors. We need a new Nightmare on Elm Street four just you know with all the dream warriors still alive and fighting Freddy. Um, and then uh, what about Doctor Neil Gordon? He just like disappeared. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Fake, uh, fake Bill Maher, the guy who looks like Bill Maher, <gasps> isn't. I he thought does look like Bill Maher. <laughs> I, I was watching a cinema snob on. They were reviewing. He's like, I'm not Bill Maher. <laughs> every time I watch it, I always think of that. But uh, I think Friday Thirteenth works. Yeah, of course, his own individual things. I think they're more fun to simply yeah. watch. And I th- even the bad ones like. Five, I really like. Eight, uh, I think are still more enjoyable than the dregs of Nightmare on Elm Street, like five and six. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'll, I won't defend six. Six is garbage. Yeah. Six is them spitting directly in the face of the fans. Yeah. In 3D. Five? In 3D in at 3D. that. In 3D. Like, you get actual spittle on your face. Uh-huh. In 3D. Part five, I love. I love the imagery. Oh, I hate I love the. I love the fact that a movie in the late 80s actually had a... They actually talk about abortion at one point because she's like, true. Oh, she's yeah, pregnant yeah. with a child who's being possessed by Freddy, and they're like, "You want to just, you know, get you want to take care of it? Yeah, want to take care of it?" She's like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm which P.S. Why? Yeah, why would you do that? 
Dan wasn't even that good of a guy. No. I mean, yeah. He just wasn't. But part six, fuck part six. I think every series has that, though. I mean, even, oh, yeah. even you know, Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. People say that. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people about Jason, Jason goes that, which I, I kind of enjoy, despite how bad it is. Creighton Duke, uh, <laughs> the uh, Creighton motherfucking Duke, ordering some Jason fingers. But I, th- I think the thing with Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street is it's kind of the same thing we all feel about Star Wars and Star Trek, um, where I think Friday the Thirteenth is more solid in quality across the board. Where but yeah, Nightmare on consistent. Has, uh, Nightmare on El- no, Nightmare on Elm Street has better. Good movies and worse bad movies. Yeah, I so will up and down like and like like Star Wars is more solid across the board, but Star Trek's great ones are great and their worst are the worst. <laughs> yeah, like I would put Nightmare One, New Nightmare Part New Three, so good on a set upper echelon. And I understand why people hate Part Four. Part Four is my personal favorite because it was the first one I ever saw. I, was well, like, I like Part Four. I really like it. Yeah. It, it. Part uh, I was ten. We went to Blockbuster when they still had VHS. Or Hollywood, actually. Oh, I got Hollywood it. video. It was mm. the only one I'd ever seen. You know, it was always close to my heart kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But outside of the big three, uh, I did want to mention uh, one that I will go to bat for forever besides the fourth entry this one, but the Final Destination series I fucking oh, love. they are fantastic. The, the fourth one, not so much because eh. it yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. showed his hand too much and bad CG, but one, two, three, and I've five are oh, f- yes. amazing. So much, uh, tongue firmly in cheek, yes. giving what gore fans they want, especially part two, mm-hmm. uh, with the amazing setups. Uh, I think each of them work on their own, but also still kind of have that through line. I like the idea of like that ripple effect. That, like, the people who died in part two were people who sort of died in part one yeah. on the plane. And people, like, and the same thing happened a little bit in three, not so much. And then five brings it all back around with being, yeah, spoiler alert, a prequel to the first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, part five back up. Like, yeah. oh. That was great. I, I did say, guys, like, that guy's phone's really old. But besides that, I had it's no It's really subtle. Clue. Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite surprises of 2011 yeah. was part five. Because I'm like, I love the Final Destination films. Just yeah. straight up, I, I completely agree. I Tony even think Todd. part four has its it's not its moments. It's moments. Yeah, it's, it's not, not it's not awful. It's just not it's it's fine. It's yeah. it's there just are some the, traumatizing ass deaths on those, like the yeah. the girl who uh, uh, the girls who burned to death in that uh, oh part, in the yeah, tanning three beds. Slash, that's in three. That's or part. Four, that's right? part three. That's part three. Yeah. And then uh, there's the, a similar death in part four. Oh yeah. yeah. And then uh, the lady who gets the, the thing through the eye. Yeah. And then just the whole thing where that those logs come undone. Yeah. I can't, still can't try being like, yeah, logs. Although, the, I think it's part, it's part four. The line, like, and I remember when, because I, I saw this in theaters, and I remember I lost my shit. Um, I've been trying to kill myself all day! <laughs> because, and, he's not, because he's out of order. So he's not because it's out of order, so he can't die. And I... I don't know why. No, I do know why. I thought that was as funny as it was. But like, I was that obnoxious person who could not stop laughing after he said that. Um, I was like alone in the theater, so probably just out of mind. But like, part one is legitimately like I had a, a directing teacher who used to use part one as an example of like the foreshadowing, the use of music. Oh, that like, there's some really smart filmmaking choices in the first movie too. Uh, it really brings you in as as it unfolds and yeah. Great, even a good performance out of um, Ali. What's her face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ali Larder. Shit about Ali Larder. Yeah, I don't think she's a good actress. Um, (laughs) 
They're yeah. kind of a different I, I can't believe that started as a fucking like, X-Files Yeah, it started as an X-Files script, yeah. Mm. And then they denied it, and they made a whole franchise but, of it. Yeah, they looked at it, and like, I think some of the producers were like, this could be an actual movie. But then if you look at it, you can see where those things, like the, the agents, mm. and if you think about it uh, as like the, the plane blowing up is a cold open, and then... If you look at it from the agent's point of view of coming in, find these kids, it totally fits X Files. Like, yeah. And I, oh, after that's I found out, like, that, I thought about it, like, yeah, this could have been an X Files episode, and I could totally see it working. I'm glad it's its own movie, but it would have been a really cool X Files. I guess they're doing, and they're going to continue the series. There's effort. talk of it, but I don't think anything's coming to fruition <gasps> yet. I heard that yeah, they were at least looking at doing one more, maybe like a, a, a reboot to see if, to see if it was there was a there market was an, for it. There's kinda. still an audience yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking love Final no, Destination. I think those are fantastic movies. But yeah, this is, I'm just looking at this giant. I didn't mention it earlier before, but yeah, I, I went through before we started this and I uh, made this like a list from top of my head. It came up like 50 something. Yeah. Went upstairs looking There's at my so DVD many. cases and came up with like under like 12. Uh, <laughs> and as we've been talking, I've had like. Th- this three might more. wind up being a part two type thing. No, I'd, we don't have to talk about always, obviously. Yeah. True. But just, uh, just how prolific our genre is with sequels. I mean, no, like, the, I started to make a list and I was just like, this is, I feel almost ridiculous making this list because there's so many movies. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so, uh, what's another, like, favorite for, for you, Kim? Uh, Alien. No, it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, even, you know, tying in um, our more recent friends, uh, I can't say that the newest Alien movie is one that I thought was good, but it did give me Michael Fassbender erotically playing the flute with himself. <laughs> and and not, that's not, uh, <laughs> no, he literally plays the flute He himself. literally erotically plays the flute with himself. And uh, that's a gift. That's a gift. I like the most recent it. one, to be honest with you. I wish that we'd actually gotten like a Prometheus 2 first. Yeah, I felt like, like there was a can... missing chapter. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, that's the thing I don't like about Covenant. Like I like a lot of it. Like yeah. I like most. I like it when it's alien. I don't like it when it comes to Prometheus. Like it stops in its tracks. Becomes Prometheus for a while, and it becomes yeah. an alien movie in the third act. Like Act One and Act Three are alien. Act Two is Prometheus Two. <laughs> I I the first time I saw I saw it with Linny actually, and the first time I saw it I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And I rewatched it once it came out uh, streaming somewhere, and I liked it a lot more when I sort of stopped looking at it in a way to tie in, to, to answer some of the questions of the other films. But I do think it was a missed opportunity to, um, there was a lot of questions from Prometheus, and I think that... I just think there was too much that they tried to shove into too yeah. little. And I think, again, I, I feel like there was there was two movie, two completely different movies they could have told there. I will say it's probably the most I've ever liked James Franco in something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that, too. Because he's in the flashbacks, right? Yeah, he's not is he, in the movie. He is in the beginning. Oh, yeah, so he is. In a certain scene, I when, need to rewatch it when there's an accident. Yes, I think he does some spectacular work there. You know, what if he died in that universe and he woke up in the Sausage Party universe? <laughs> <laughs> think about that. But what do you think about Alien tying in with Predator? Because I know people who are divided as shit on that. I I'm not gonna lie. I fucking love it. It's ridiculous. Like the, the the very first one. Like it's a ridiculous movie, and yet every time it's on television, yeah, I have to watch it. It's, it's one it's just it's just fun it's just fun yeah it's stupid it's fun. a really it's fun stupid movie. fun yeah it's, the second one I, is just, just stupid oh it's just stupid <laughs> but the and you the, can't see anything no that no it's so dark like, it's is so that dark. the red alien i yeah. don't know i can't 
I no. went to that. I saw that on the drive-in. I couldn't see shit. No. I, I went <laughs> to that. No, no, it's all good. Christmas Day, two thousand seven. My parents took me to that, and I will forever hate them for it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that movie sucked though. Even when I was fourteen, that movie fucking yeah. sucked. But no, the but the first one, like, it's just a good time. It's it's not a great film, but it's a fun popcorn it's, movie. It's it's just it's like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, it's it's it. You're you're not supposed to think this is. Going to be the next great. The only issue with I have with they say AVP is that or uh, is that yeah it's kind of, yeah, it's a dumb fun but the Alien franchise itself like started out so seriously yes. and it's kind of it's like over time as it came so like and I'll defend three and four uh, I do like a lot of Resurrection yeah Not actually everything. I do too when it comes kind of a chase movie for the last act to kind of. Eh, but when it's setting set up with Brad Dourif and like I like the idea behind yeah. a lot of the things, whether the ex- critics and it's a great cast. And John Paul Jeanette's a great, uh, great director. Uh-huh. Uh, how do you feel about Joss Whedon? I think his script is okay. You yeah, know? it's fine. Uh, it's almost I like a like proto firefly when you look at it. Isn't nice. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I I almost feel like sometimes, and I feel like this way about a lot of franchises that you have. Oftentimes, some really strong beginnings and things, even in slasher franchises. I mean, Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. I really like Halloween two. Halloween three doesn't, for me, exist in the universe. But the movies get silly four, five, and, and like, six. Yeah, and Freddy himself becomes he's scared. which he yeah. makes jokes in the first one. People say he was super serious, but no, he made dark. Jokes. He made dark jokes, but he wasn't as campy. Like, yeah. yeah, he became now I'm campy. Power. And there's six. They kind of become. Yeah. That, unfortunately. Was. Okay, go ahead. But they become caricatures of themselves. So I feel like with the aliens, it kind of fell down that hole. Like, one and two are are spectacular films. And and three and four are sort of... They're your unfortunate sequels that are, are not necessarily bad films, but when compared to these original films that are so good, yeah, they're not going to be as good. But if you just sort of let them stand alone... Then they're fine. But there's like there's definitely franchise fatigue in every franchise. Oh yeah, horror yeah. And Even, non- there's no perfect horror. Like, like all my western, like Jaws, like Jaws one's one of the best movies of all oh, time. Oh yeah, top ten. Jaws fours. Oh, it's a piece of 10. shit. It's, redon- <laughs> it's ridiculous. But uh, Jaws two is is solid. Jaws two is solid. It's, it's kind of forgettable. It's like, forgettable, but, forgettable. But I'm not I'm not upset to watch it again. And three Man, is so I, much fun. I, I, I love yeah, Jaws three. Yeah, three is silly. Jaws three is and, super fun. Last time I watched it was a double feature with Jaws 1 and Jaws 3 at SIF and Jaws 3 in 3D. Nice. They didn't quite work well, uh, but it was ridiculous to watch those two back to back. The cutout of the of shark fun. moving towards the glass <laughs> is one of my favorite. When it's just like a motionless shark. Everyone's just looking at it. It's like, leave. And it's not moving. It's mouth isn't moving. Nothing's. It's just a cutout of a shark moving towards glass that's supposed to splinter. It's like how did the, like seven years ago Jaws one terrified the fuck out of everyone, and now we have Dennis Quaid fighting a cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah, but it's in three D. In three D. Three D. No point in even seeing Jaws anymore now that the Megas come out. Obviously, because it is a bigger <laughs> shark. <laughs> Two bigger sharks. Two? Yeah. That's right. Spoiler Shit, alert. God, you fucking spoil it. Damn it. Yeah, the Honest Trailer does that, so. That's huh. true. Mm. You've seen the same movie twice. Um, yeah, we. sorry. I, can we cut off uh, our conversation to jump over the Jaws? Yeah, that's okay. Well, yeah. we've talked about Jaws. Ways. I mean, we, we, that's... That could be our that could be our fucking tagline. City <laughs> like, oh. Geek, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope, oh, we were halfway through this conversation. We moved into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, I throw out a really weird one? Yes. Yeah, 
Ginger Dead Man slash Evil Bong. That was new. Not on the list. There's another one there. <laughs> I didn't realize there's enough in that series. To I was going to oh, say, is that yeah, that's an actual... Yeah, there's three Ginger Dead Man. There's seriously three Ginger Dead Man. And three Evil Bongs, oh right? Including yeah. that, including the crossover? Including the crossover, yeah. No, they, they did a lot with a little... <sighs> they did a lot with a little. Those movies fucking suck. I'm bringing up... I'm You're bringing this up because man. I fucking hate those. I think that the first one with Gary Busey, eh. By the second and the third one, oh, kill me. I mean, they, they make Hitler a sympathetic character in the third one. I don't think I saw that. What? I I, I yeah, I've not seen... Do, do you know why he's a sympathetic character? Is he a ginger dead man? No, no, because he ate a possessed baked good and it made him do the Holocaust. Uh-huh. That's that problematic. It, it did, it really... It, it, Half of the movie is Carrie with the ginger dead man in the background just wandering around going, <laughs> I need to get my icing off. <laughs> and just running around. It's what? Those movies suck, and I just want to throw out that Evil Bong is terrible too, and Full Moon in general yeah. Full Moon is fucking terrible. Full Moon is a thing for Nazis, because that's like the, the backbone of so many of the... Oh, Actually, that's Master true, series. yeah. Even the newest ones, the little schrock, you know, then, but what? like the first, like... And then the first one, yeah. he, he escaped the Nazis. The third one, he goes back in time to that. And then, like, the ninth one is also taking place in World War II. I don't know. I still watch this series after eight, but I did like The Little Shrike. Actually, it's pretty solid. It's, like, legitimately actually pretty good. Let's bop this. Sure. Um, and then, wow, that's a lot more unexpected. Um, <laughs> I got more whiskey if I need it. <laughs> I don't need sex. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, Full Moon, of course, and Full Moon, their series is going fucking forever. <laughs> yeah, that's... How many goddamn puppet masters are there? I think tw- There's 13, a lot. 12, then you get yeah, crossovers, shit, and then you man. get their Dollman series as well, and Demonic Toys. And, well, if they can reuse the same shot, they will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, we already have a film. Might as well just throw a different plot around it, and boom, we're set. <laughs> okay. I'm really mixed about Full Moon. Sometimes I really enjoy them, sometimes I really full don't. Moon I think it's the right mood to watch. A yeah. Movie. Yeah, they're, they're like even worse trauma. They're like puppet trauma. And I love puppets. I will just straight up say that. I think puppet horror can be done very well. And I think puppets are cool. And I may be getting beaten up for this. By the bullies at school. But puppets are cool. I've always liked them. But Full Moon, they're like, it's like, okay, there's such a thing as too much puppets. No, it's true. But like they're just so like direct. Like I, I don't know. It's like the way they that same little music cue behind everything oh. tries not to. They beat you <laughs> over the head. With shit. It's like good. I've just been watching that that puppet move for the last like five minutes. Can we move on? This movie's seventy eight minutes long. Eh, like ten minutes is like six shooter just shooting at the wall. <laughs> uh, can I throw out Cube? Oh, the cube's not even on my list, but yes, yeah, solid stuff. I'm I've always been a big fan of it. Uh, I think I mean the the. The first two are maybe my favorites, but uh, it's a really solid, solid franchise. Um, and no one really saw two and three, two and zero, I guess. So yeah, know. no, it's 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 a really it's a it's interesting. It's interesting, and it and it, it was uh, I, the first one is one I saw when I was younger, and it always really stuck with me. And when I was older and realized that there was more, I got really excited about it. Uh, 
they're they're just they're interesting films. They're not perfect films, but they're they're really worth a watch. And I think they're kind of underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've been kind of forgotten over time. Yeah, because I think because they were run by Artisan, uh, and then that was bought by Lionsgate, and Lionsgate yeah. was bought by someone else. So I think they've been kind of lost, not really lost. Like someone has the rights. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever owns Lionsgate now has the rights. But I think kind of it's like so deep in the archive. Is one company bought another company bought another company bought yeah. another company, and now it's just like this thing is hanging out at the bottom. You know, like yeah. oh yeah, we got these, and I'm hoping that maybe Shop Factory at some point will release a cube. Yeah, you know, like disc. A, a disc, a box of them, or just some, I mean, they're a cube, of a cube, cube of them. Yeah. But they're they're really uh, really solid franchise, and and again, very entertaining films, and uh, can stand alone, but they also build something of a kind of overall story to them uh yeah yeah if uh i'm gonna ask a question here of uh franchises with no good entries or ones that almost get there in which i'm gonna throw out two that i think cover this the medieval the medieval horror franchise and children of the corn but children of the corn i watched all of last year for (laughs) you don't like the original the first i don't think it's a solid i don't think it's a good movie i like um I like the Servants of the Crow, the Dollar Baby version that came out the year before that. that. Uh, it's available on YouTube. It was recent VHS, like in one printing. Um, and then after, the third one, Urban Harvest, is mm-hmm. almost fun. Uh, it's goofy. And then the other ones, uh, Naomi Watts in the fourth one? Karen Black's in the fourth one. That's not. I don't think I've seen all of them. Uh... I've seen the first couple. I saw a couple of the last ones in the. Re- I saw the remake that oh, sci-fi dude. did. That's god awful. It's the, awful. The yeah, woman, the like woman playing the main awful. character is just so bad. Oh, yeah, she's just a Christmas suck. Uh, and then the medieval horror. I think part two is almost decent. With Burt Burt Young, and then it. I've never even goes seen down. No, see, I haven't seen medieval horror. Um, I, I I don't hate the first Children of the Corn. It's not one that. Um, like there's Stephen King movies that I enjoy rewatching. Um, I enjoy rewatching Carrie. I enjoy rewatching Pet Cemetery. I hate Cujo. It should die. Uh, but just because, because it's bad or because the dog. The dog. I don't like movies where the dog dies or the cat or any of the animals, and I don't like that movie. And I watched it, and I don't like it. It made me sad. It is a fucking depressing movie. Um, but, uh, uh, Children of the Corn is one that I enjoy a lot of the, I enjoy the idea of it. I enjoy the idea of the kids murdering the adults and this creepy little town. And I enjoy the, the actor who plays, um. <laughs> With Isaac and Malachi. Yeah. 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 No! <laughs> yeah. Like that's never, that's never going to not be enjoyable to me. Um. I, and I, I think it's it's fine. It's a fine movie. Is it is it a movie that again? It's not to me one of the more inter. It's not a fun watch. Like there's franchises that have fun watches. Mm-hmm. Children of the Corn was never a fun watch to me, but it yeah it has interesting moments in it, and now, I enjoy the idea of it. Has anybody seen Beware Children at Play? Um, maybe. Oh, that's, that's a trauma movie, isn't it? Um, so basically it is like the anti-children of the corn yeah. where, where the, the parents kill all of the children in the end because <laughs> they think they're like evil satanic kids Weird. and they just like, they go for it. Like, like kids heads start popping off. Yeah. It's so it's like the complete opposite. It's like, watch those two back to back and they're an interesting double well, you feature. You can kill a child, which is like children of the corn on an island. Um, <laughs> exactly. 
So, uh, alright, that's a pause there, sorry. <laughs> 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 we all up, like, well, where do we go from here? I was gonna say, since nice. we're talking about children, and we were talking earlier about toys, Child's Play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Child's Play is a really interesting one to me, because, um, I really enjoy parts one and two. Yes. Three is fine. Yeah, I need to rewatch. It's been forever since I watched it. Yeah, I haven't I need to watch it again before the new one. Yeah. Um... I did not super love Bride of Chucky or Seed of Chucky myself. Um, I can kind of appreciate maybe what they were trying to do, but I, it, for me, the tone shift just didn't work. I liked the shift back to um, cursed, cursed, yeah. cursed, and, then cult, and then cult. Yeah, you're right. Cursed of Chucky, and then and then cult of Chucky. Uh, I'm intrigued by the reboot, especially now that we know who is voicing Chucky. Yeah. I was on board with the reboot when I saw the trailer. I, mean, I was already on board. I was fine with it, yeah. I mean, I was going to go see it, but now I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, fuck, that was good. And it's funny watching people on the timeline being like, people were like, fuck Jaws Play Remake. Oh, maybe I'm being interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but- and then I realized watching the trailer again uh, before, I think, Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. that I think Mark Campbell did the opening narration in that, that trailer. I need to go back, let's do it, but it's just to know when you're watching, like, I think it's Mark Hamill. Did they, like... Was that a subtle he way to... He does a lot of voiceover work yeah. that you don't even realize. Is that what happened when Luke dies? Yeah. He, he became Chucky. Chucky. He becomes Chucky. That would be the ultimate I crossover event. <laughs> when Chucky dies, he becomes the Joker. Yes. Uh, but I, those are those are, those are another one that used to air on USA all the time. Yeah. And so I watched them obsessively and, and always really, really liked them. I always thought that the second one was the best. Oh, I loved the second one. Yeah. I And I, I still, uh, I've seen a couple things where it's like the dad is in that one. It's more creepy than the doll. <laughs> oh, he's super creepy. He's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that that's a that's another one that like I sort of understand why it's getting a reboot. Like it's not one that has sort of the like everybody knows who Jason is, everybody knows who Freddy is, everybody knows who Michael Myers is. And some people might know who Chucky is. I think Chucky's is. still like, pretty he, decently well known. He's decently well known. But how many of the people who know who Chucky is have seen the movies? Yeah. A lot or of or at sense. least know that there's been one since Bride and maybe yes. Seed. Yes. And then, or like, know that, yeah. Colton, yeah, I think Colton Curse, though, aren't, they, are, they are Netflix. Yeah. I don't think have quite the same push. And then, so I think a reboot can definitely reinvigorate well, the franchise. And for me, Colt is one that... You need to have seen at yeah. least the first two to really appreciate. Well, at this cults. point, like they're for the fans and for the fans. Like, only. Yeah, which is which. Um, some franchises start to do, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you're looking at the business side of entertainment, and it is, I'm sorry, fans, it is a business. Yeah. Uh, realistically, you need to do the things that are going to bring you money and rebooting a franchise means that people will then check out the original mm-hmm. and so it at the end of the day it's it's actually a win-win for an original franchise because you're getting the new people who are going to watch the new one and then the people who are intrigued and want to watch all the old ones and this i think mostly they stand up like i rewatched uh watched colton curse for the first time a few mm-hmm. months ago uh because i borrowed him off you oh yeah um and then uh i'll be watching him again before the new one comes out and the 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 originals still stand up like there's a couple points where it's like that's just a guy in a suit running real fast oh yeah but, you can tell but the animatronic like... is still solid stuff and oh, then, yeah. no matter but when it doesn't quite work for whatever budget uh, Brad Dourif's voice is enough to really bring yeah. it through and they don't they're not coming off as silly now or or shunted in any way of being like 
and like that's just you know even like the percent of worst Godzilla movies like <laughs> where it looks like an old old suit even yeah. in like part three which isn't that good he still looks fine and I think that brings a lot to it that they'll stand up for for the review rewatches definitely and uh, so thinking of like putting children in danger uh, we have sleepaway camp. Um, yeah, which yeah, def- that's when Linda changes tone after the first movie, which I, oh. uh, I, I enjoy part two. Part three is, meh. I never watched the the return to whatever one it was. I've um, only seen like when the cinema snobbed it. I was gonna say, I've but seen the, up to part three, I think, yeah. but I have a couple more part. I part of a hundred yeah. days of horror. I was planning on hitting a few of the not good ones. And uh, part two is a lot of fun. I think it's just a good take. It's, 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 it's a satire of. Slavery. It's sort of exactly what you're expecting from the part two of Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. But the Sleepaway Camp 1 takes itself like almost like deadly seriously, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> Which w- makes it fun and campy huh, at camp. <laughs> but also, that's ending and everything, which I don't feel qualified to really talk about the ending of Sleepaway Camp. That's, cause the, that's definitely a tricky subject, and I think Shriek did a really good job of that. Yes, yes. Um, it, it's, it's one of those movies that is... A movie can be problematic and yet still really significant. Yeah. And I feel like in a lot of ways that's kind of sleepaway camp. Yeah, there's definitely the the whole aspect is problematic, but yeah. also it brings up like when Shriek was talking about it in the panel there at um at Crypticon, they were talking how you can kinda of see it as a not not it's still definitely transphobic in many ways. Oh yes, but yes. But also of the way that certain things are handled are handled in Probably not meant to be handled in good ways, right? Uh, but actually, brings a lot of conversation to it. Not just yeah. you can't just like say take a sleepaway camp and just shove it off the corner. Like this is obviously transphobic. Get rid of it. There's actually conversation from how certain scenes and how certain people react to things. Yeah, uh, within it uh, that works. And then sleepaway camp two and three are just comedies. And sleepaway yeah. camp four, I don't know, I never saw it, so I can't judge it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There are <laughs> there are hard series to fucking talk about, man. Yeah, is there, camp is, it's, it's it's thing. <laughs> it's like it's it's it really is a. There are so many like issues with it. It's like you know there is a lot of quality I think in the first one, but you gotta you know you kind of gotta weigh it with a modern lens too. Um. Yeah. Next up. Oh, why have a drink? Uh, Insidious. Mm. Um. More like in. Honest. <laughs> uh, I love the first one. Oh, and I'm, I'm, dude, I'm yeah, unapologetic. I know. I know. In retro, initially when that came out, I thought it was like everyone was like, "Yeah, Insidious," and then now people are like, "Ugh." The I've Insidious a movies. Paranormal Activity too. Yes, yes. So, kind of, we can no tie honest. those two together because yes. they're very similar. No, they are. Yeah, uh, and, you know, and Conjuring jumps into that too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kid you not. Paranormal Activity was fucking. Sick. Scary, and I yeah. still love paranormal. The, the first three, two, the first, you mean I, the third I part one. three has its moments. Yeah, part four, no, the, part five. Insidious were the kind of by by four. They, yeah, by four. There are yeah, no, five, five, five paranormal. Yeah, you get the last ones in there too. Yeah, I think my nature. A lot of horror fans are very. Oh, I don't like the mainstream. This is the most important. I love mainstream. I know people like that, and it's like, dude, come on, just fucking enjoy it, like. It's so people okay. shouldn't remake as it exists. Like people yes. yeah. were slamming Pet Cemetery with one out of tens because it's a remake. If you like the movie, like the movie. It. And, yeah. and it's okay to admit, okay, you know, Paranormal Activity was great when it first came out. Yeah. Fucking scary. Great. Unknown it, actors. And you really like it didn't quite do the par- uh, Blair Witch. We're like, eh, it's not mm-hmm. real, but it, it's still 
I still maintain that one of the, one of the most scary parts of that movie is when they're up in the attic, and they're uh, they see like the little footprints. Oh and there's yeah. There's a picture of her. Mm-hmm. Fuck that fucked me up, and I was 17 when I saw that. One thing I've always had a, a really fond, um, I've always had an appreciation for anything that was done low budget because it's it's encouraging for young filmmakers to see. You can do something, and it can be effective. It can be scary. It they can made, be. They made so much. They made money so much fucking money, money on that, and it's and again, it's become a franchise. And then, yeah, as each subsequent entry lost some, some fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they came derivative by the end, but and I think it's in the of the Insidious, which is brought yeah, no, conversation. Inter- yeah, is like by the end, it's like you're kind of out of tricks. Mm-hmm. But the first time around, like, that's the thing with James one dark yeah. mall demon pops up behind mm-hmm. him. But even then, like, both that and Conjuring, because yeah. we watched Conjuring mm-hmm. 1 and... Uh, and Conjuring and, is also a franchise. Because uh, you've uh, had... Annabelle the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that... <laughs> and that's part of that franchise, mm-hmm. too. That James and the Wan, newest one. Uh, James Wan treats uh, his audience with respect. Yeah. Um, he even did so in Saw as well, where they're not um, holding their hands, where so many times in both Conjuring and Sidious, it pans across and there's a ghost or there's something out of place, but they don't do the the stinger. They don't do the... Yeah. It's just there. Face, and then, then you react. Um, both of those movies do that really well with not having to just jump out your audience. No. Now, the later ones in this franchise is kind of dead. And but. you can start to predict the jump scares. But, but I love the moment in... There's a great moment in Sidious where she's like taking the trash out or something and it's that fucking tiptoe through the yeah. tulip music which is just ugh, that song gives me the creeps <laughs> so um, with, uh, with fuck with carolyn who's over there in the corner doing her homework sometimes i'll just sing tiptoe through the tulips at night it's creepy in the fucking dark but when and you just see this ghost like dancing or whatever as she's taking the trash out and it's not meant to be a jump scare it's meant to just show you this is what they're living with yeah uh, but even before it does the dance, like when she walks through the room, it's against the wall. But yeah. leaning against the wall, like, is that a doll? Is that part it's of a, the house? It's just there. And then she comes back and realizes what's happening when the music turns on. Um, but I, I no, the, the first Insidious I really liked. I actually have to say that the fourth one is, I probably liked better than two and three. I thought three. I remember my first Crypticon I went to in 2015, mm-hmm. that three was coming out and they were pushing that shit hard. Yeah. And I remember being just like, oh, we suck, man. But I like, I mean, I, Lynn Shay, I, I enjoy. Yeah, and I, I think the Shea. fact that four rests on her so heavily, I think is is part of why it it's, was... It's good to have a, like a 70-year-old woman running a franchise. Yeah, and, and I enjoyed some of her backstory. Mm-hmm. Um... I thought that was really nice. There was... I don't actually want to spoil some of the moments in part four because there's a few reveals there that surprised me. And that's a hard thing to I mean, the fact that do. Lynn Shea plays the same character in that and in Nightmare on Elm Street uh-huh. fucking blew my <laughs> Yeah, and like... Mind. And like, say, I can't wait to move from Detroit to Detroit Rock City. <laughs> uh... But uh, I, I also sort of appreciate that James Wan built with his other films, with the Conjuring films. Like, I don't think very highly of the Annabelle movies, but I do appreciate that he has created a whole little world of the Warrens and of some of their haunted objects. And you've got... Again, You've got La Llorona coming out. You've got The Conjuring. You've got Annabelle's. You've got The Nun. And now you're going to have a new movie that ties the Annabelle... 
back oh, to the Warrens. They're doing yeah. another nun too. That guy. Yeah, they announced today. today yeah. Really? Okay. Nun, but yeah, and Annabelle comes home apparently between uh, Conjuring's one and two. So yeah, oh, more stuff wait. to do. I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't know. And there's gonna be Conjuring three next year. So, like, but I still trust James Wan to conjure yeah. four in space. I'm <laughs> waiting for that moment. Against um, the leprechaun. But uh, I, I, I appreciate James Wan, and oh, I, yeah. I really enjoy him as a filmmaker, and I enjoy. I'm a supernatural person. I love the way he treats the supernatural. You, I find it really interesting. I figured you liked that show. The series. You know, I've never actually seen Super... No, I saw the very first episode and I was like, eh. I so I never first. watched it again. Since I quit in season eight when I got bored. Um, I appreciate its longevity. Then, uh... Yeah. Blah, blah, where is it again? Longevity. So, like, so, you know, James Wan, of course, Saw has been a long-running yeah. franchise. It was tried to be reborn two Which, years ago. Jigsaw. Yeah, that, that failed pretty I bad. I love Jigsaw. I still haven't seen it. Don't care what anybody says. I saw it. I thought it was great. I thought... I love the Saw movies, though. I could watch I could watch Saw all day long. They're up and down for me. I think yeah. when they work, they work really well. And when they... One through three are amazing. Four's okay. Five's actually really good. I hate five. Oh, fuck. I, I love five. five. I like six a lot, though. Six was good. Six was really good. I... Because I saw one and two. I think I saw it through four, and then I stopped watching. And part of it was... I was only ever seeing them in theaters. I wasn't re-watching them outside of that. And I had... Trouble tracking things. Yeah, they get a really convoluted. They go and too interconnected. Yeah, yeah. Look, this person looked at this person once twelve years ago, and now he's a vendetta against. So they get yeah, they got way too. Because I've tried here. to pick them up with Hundred Days of Horror. I watched parts, I think five and six, and I actually had to stop and go back and rewatch the because I was like, I don't wait. Who's that guy? Why is he pissy? Why is that dude from Picket Fences in this? What's going on? I'm just sad that that's what happens to Luke from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yes! Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I forgot that he was in those. <laughs> and um, then Donnie Wahlberg. And... Oh, yeah. Okay. I had to look at my next my next couple just to have them at the ready when we need them. Well, and, uh, may, may I throw one out there if we're done with Saul? Do yeah. we have any more further thoughts on Saul? Nope. nope. Fuck oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right there. Yeah. Number TCM. three on my list. Yeah, yeah. That is a movie that peaks with its first one. Yeah, but the other ones still deserve mention. Part two for me I is love part two. I yeah I one and two are so different in their own. I love them both for completely different. Oh yeah, yeah. and you can't even and, compare them as yeah. films. No, I thought the remake was. I think the remake actually. I like the remake. Oh, yeah, it's one of the really most solid, solid remakes. I hate it. Like it caught admit, the tone. It caught the the feel of it i thought i'll admit i hated it the first time around because i was like just fuck remakes because i was like what 21 when it came out and i was like just fuck this thing fuck this why are they remaking this classic movie hey kim huh. i was 10 when it came out yeah and then a rebound fuck you big c then i watched it again when it came out on dvd i'm like actually this is solid shit yeah. I, I don't like the the prequel of that one uh-uh. but oh no although we, do like we are emery is the, <laughs> the sheriff is pretty good <laughs> i also weirdly it. like uh the Texas Chainsaw 3D or the one with the... Oh, the, what, yeah. Partly because I love sitting there trying to do the math. It doesn't make... It doesn't no, that math makes, makes no sense. I was like, and man, this woman's hot for 50. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, well, maybe it's supposed to be set... In the, nope, there's an iPhone. Okay. Yeah, that's an iPhone. FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is like, get him, cuz. Throws him a chunk yes. of chainsaw. And all of a sudden, he goes to anti-hero, and I'm like... But I, you know what, though? I sort of enjoy the fact that, let's face it, we like Leatherface, we like Michael, yeah. we like Jason, we like Freddy. I sort of enjoyed them being like, yeah, fuck it, you like this guy, let's make him be 
the more likable. Like the, her boyfriend is a shithole who yeah, deserves to die. They're oh, all shitty. Everyone people. deserved to die in that movie except for the the girl. In except for the girl in Leatherface. I am of the opinion that I've always been of this opinion that they should do a reverse Avengers Suicide Squad type thing and grab yeah. all of the rest of that yes. and just be like, okay, so we got some major fucking shit going down. We need Jason, we need Michael, we need Chucky, mm-hmm. we need Pinhead, yes. we need Freddy, <laughs> we need uh, the ginger dead man, we need the evil bong, mm-hmm. we need uh, Billy the Puppet from Saw. <laughs> Fuck it, we're just going to throw all of them in there. Every single one. Well, I'm sure it's a fanfic for you. We need the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a leprechaun, my dear. Uh, and then yeah, I do like uh, Leatherface him last year I know uh, or two years ago I never saw that it's, and I really want to see it something went on the fence that I enjoyed it's completely different than the other ones but still solid well I mean it's a prequel it, uh, I would hope Stephen it would Dorf be and Lily Taylor you know you can't go wrong yeah, 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 Taylor. you can't go wrong there well we can't go wrong with Lily Taylor who's the haunting remake but uh, that's not her fault um, but they you get Texas 3 is pretty alright Texas 4 I want to meet Matthew Connie one day and so I can say can you sign this and make Alright, no. <laughs> Except right, he, I don't right, know. Right. I feel like he might be like just like sure why the, yeah, I mean, you know, when you probably have me kicked out. By the by the time yeah. you're when you're Matthew McConaughey now, where you're like, you're not hurting, like you sign that we, shit. Bob and I, we we need to go together when we meet McConaughey because I'm gonna be like, motherfucker, we saw Serenity, sign it. <laughs> we sat through that shit. Sign it. Sign it. Although Serenity by far. I'm now counting everything Matthew McConaughey is in as an expansion pack for Serenity. <laughs> nice. So that is one big franchise as well, encompassing more. Everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Everything with his naked child swimming towards him. Anyway. His naked child swimming towards him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Texas Chainsaw is a, you know, the first yeah. one, oh, yeah. scary shit still. Yeah. Second one, hilarious as shit. Other one's go up and down but they're still pretty they're still yeah, they yeah, have yeah. their moments I don't think there's really a truly like ugh movie in that yeah. franchise yeah. and even my beloved nightmare part 6 makes me really want to just remake. die inside uh, I'm defending the remake uh, because I think it had some good ideas oh no, I, I think liked, it did I like Jackie or Haley but I think that if you're not going to make Freddy innocent, yeah, don't, that, don't yes, do that. That was yeah. my... I was like... You, I was like, well, I think it didn't do that. No. Because that okay. would have been so interesting. And because... Then he's like, no more kid came back to me. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, got, I was so mad when that... I was like, that. what a great choice to have him really be a wronged guy seeking revenge. Because again, then you have something in him that is... Likeable might not be the great word, but... Not really. Not even relatable. Like, well, well, like, like Candyman. Like yeah. you Which can't help but. List, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that was. You can't help but feel for Candyman because he was born out of horrible circumstances as a well, even, as a villain. Even the guys in Scream, like they're bad people. They do yeah. bad things, but you see their motivation. Okay, I don't know if I'd be willing to kill somebody if somebody broke up my parents right. with an affair, but I. Kind of get it. I mean, even Pinhead. He opened the box. He, he was just a wrangle, regular yeah. guy. Trying to find the edges of... Jason was a drowned Jason kid. Jason was a drowned kid. Michael. Michael yeah. was just kind of a the weird... The thorn called... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Thorn, thorn called. called me. Well, he had the worst... He probably been all right if he didn't have Dr. Loomis. He actually had a good yeah. psychiatrist. He might have been all right. Yeah, he's like, five minutes years later. You're evil. Not going to work with you. I looked Stay. into his eyes. I knew he was bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, But can you, man? I mean, I've never made a secret of my love for Candyman. Yeah. Um, parts two and three, 
they're mm, they happen. They're existing. They're they're more slashers than they are the mm-hmm. the, the, the first one, which is definitely not really a slasher. No, and I consider that one. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I consider that one like urban legend horror. Yeah, yeah. done really, really well because <laughs> it leans so heavily into its mythology too, um, and it. It's not, um, there, there's just, there's so many interesting elements from a filmmaking side, too. Like, it was going for more art house. You've got Philip Glass doing the score, for God's yeah. sake. I mean. Rod Rose has done a lot of high profile. Like, yeah. Not high profile, not high profile, but like high and stuff. Like, the, that one with uh, Gary Oldman. Uh, when he played Mozart or whatever. Oh, um, uh, um. Whatever Shit. it is. Yeah. I know yeah, what yeah, it is yeah. in my head. I can't think yeah. of it. Yeah. So than I. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, was, it was going for... It wanted to be a film. It did not want to just be a horror movie. It wanted to it be a to say, film. True. It had something to say. It wasn't just like, okay, well, we're just going to manufacture well, this shit. It was like, it had a message. And Virginia it. Madsen. I mean, yeah. I don't know that Tony Todd was super well known at that point in time. And obviously, he's very well known to horror fans. But he he's not... And I say this, I mean, my God, I love Tony Todd. But... He has definitely made a niche for himself as a a horror staple. Horror fans adore him. And as as one of those people, like, when I'm talking to a non-horror fan about him, and I show him the picture or play a clip of his voice, they're like, oh, yeah, that guy. He was on Star Trek. Or he was on... Yeah, or Law and Order. He's on... He pops up everywhere. I wanted them to cast him as T'Chaka in Black Panther. Oh, see, that would have been a great choice. Um, But... He, uh, but you know, you've got Virginia Madsen, who in the '90s was was still Huge, yeah. a very, very big actor. Uh, I mean, and she still is. I don't mean that makes it sound like she's suddenly not well, a great she actor. Was she was probably like a list then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Nothing against her; she's great. No, yeah. it's the, again the reality of the film industry is as an actress specifically gets now older. Now she plays moms and grandmas. Yeah, so. um, but uh, parts two and three very much are horror films, and I mean. Part three was that that was direct video, wasn't it? I think two and no two came out in DVD. I think two was theatrical. Two was so, theatrical, but not wise. But I get them mixed up of what happens in either one. Oh yeah, I can't. I couldn't three. tell you. I know that these things happen in the sequels. I'm not sure in what order and which ones. <laughs> because the only thing that remains consistent in them is Tony Todd. Yeah. Um, and that's one now that's going to be getting yeah. a reboot. So it's uh, Farewell to the Flesh and Day of the Dead, right? Yeah, I heard there's still a chance they're gonna have Tony Todd play Candyman. Oh no, they've cast a Candyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they take it back? They um, cast him like last week. No. Oh, they cast him like a month ago. Yeah, it's not. Who was it? The guy from uh, Aquaman. Uh, no, they've they've told him that he's not. Uh, they've told us that he's not playing Candyman. Oh, he's just in it. He's in it. Oh, so, I feel a little better about that because nothing against him as an actor, but I don't. Candyman needs to be charismatic, and I did not find that guy particularly. I don't think he's charismatic. I think he's intimidating. I don't. I think you need that. Some... He's charismatic. Um, I want to throw one out there. That's I think one big jointed Italian influence mm. series, and I think that's Romero's Dead, where yeah. it intersects with Fulci Zombie and all mm. their spinoffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's one thing the Italians love. Mm. It is a goddamn gore zombie <laughs> flick. That is true. I love Romero's dead films. They're what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. I consider them a franchise, even though there's really no no connective tissue. Oh, yeah, there's... Just like I consider all of the zombie films to be one franchise, even though there is, like, fucking nothing. <laughs> like, and then there are a lot of other movies that got the titles 
tossed onto them. But yeah, they're on my list here too. Is like Dead Return Zombie mm-hmm. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Technically all the same franchise. Yeah, they are. They sort of go. Yeah. I will defend Rave to the Grave until I die. I love oh, Necropolis. Was that Necropolis is the fifth one? Fourth one? Necropolis. No, I remember when Necropolis and Rave to the Grave came out, and I watched them on Sci-Fi when I was eleven. Hmm. And those fuckers were great. And I remember which one had the skateboarders in it. The skateboarders. I half remember it. Were Necropolis. Rave to the Grave was the one with the college, and they've got the the hippies in there, and they get eaten because they're like, oh, we're, we're pro meat or we're anti meat. Come join our our circle, and it's like. That's fucking terrible. But I think it was hilarious as shit. I mean, yes. And the movies actually went out for sale, the rights to them on eBay a couple years ago. Yeah. And I'm I really seriously. wish I had the spare 30 grand. Because I would have bought them. Now, I will say, Return of the Living Dead 3 is a solid film. If it was if it's called anything else, Return of the Living Dead 3, I think yeah. it would be much better well known these days. That, But movie. it kind of got forgotten as a part 3 of an unconnected series. That's true. Roji Wee says its own thing, like, like, call it, like, Living Dead Girl or something with a better title than that. Uh, I think it would be, like, talked about way more than it would be. See, now, I think it's actually a very, very... I, I love that movie. Fantastic. And I think it's... it wasn't saddled with a part three. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And I, and I think it's a really good, not just horror film, but a good tragedy. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. some depressing stuff that happens in that. Yeah, I agree. And you just feel for the characters. Like you feel the heartache. Not to, you know cry over a part three but i cried when i watched that but i cried over part three i cried over that when when they're at the end spoilers for a 40 year old 30 year old movie but when at the end when they're like he's not willing to leave her behind right like if carolyn was a zombie and she was gonna eat people i would kiss her and burn to death with her Aww. i'm glad i'm single <laughs> Just, this is but uh we're meant to be Aww. Yeah, Fuji Zombie, fantastic. Uh, they yeah. Night Living, like Night Living Dead series. Still, so, Joe Pilato, here you are. <laughs> um, can I throw Wreck out there? Yeah, absolutely. It's on my answer too. Um, uh, or uh, Quarantine, if slash, you want to be, yeah. yeah, Quarantine slash Wreck. Although, oh, actually, you know, Quarantine. The first Quarantine is 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 fine. Uh, I I think if you like Quarantine, do Never. yourself a favor, read the subtitles and watch Wreck. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw Quarantine because I didn't know Wreck existed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love all those movies, even the one where they they drop like the because I love well, found part, footage. Part three drops the found footage for like first. Yeah, minute, we right could. I've only seen the first one, but they're on the. Re- I do have them all, and there will be a seen them all episode on them when I get around to watching. The rest I of haven't. Them. I still haven't seen the last wreck, but I've seen all of them up until the found last footage one. is just an incredible genre. I and, I, and I could do yeah. a whole podcast about this, and That's, I think at one point I say for a future episode, yes, because um, I love found footage. I love the wreck films. And and when I saw Quarantine for the first time, I'm like, wow, that's really good. I didn't know there was even a better version of it out there. But Uh, Quarantine itself is pretty alright. Yeah, Quarantine... Quarantine 2, no. Quarantine 2, no. But but the first Quarantine is, 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 I think... Because there is a segment of the population who will never watch a movie if it has subtitles. Or who will... Kicking and screaming... Even if half the movie is yelling and running and... And you don't need a language. You understand what's happening without language. But that being said, Quarantine is a very faithful and and very nicely done adaption. Um, But, man, just do yourself a favor. Watch Wreck. It's it's great. Wreck's way better. It is. It is. It's just... If for no other reason than it it thought of it first, you know? Uh, Bob, do do you have one to throw out there? 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw out um, the Psycho series. I was just about to say that. Uh, nah, 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 get out of my head. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that actually I think Psycho 2 is a better movie than Psycho 1. I love Psycho 2. I think I, I said that on the podcast we talked about horror comedies once, but uh, Psycho, yeah, Psycho 2 is the fantastic sequel that mm-hmm. takes what's in the first one and really... Go somewhere with it. And yes. Go, takes it. I don't want to. I know you haven't seen it. Um, Psycho two or the or Psycho. You haven't Psycho seen Psycho two, right? Two. I know that. Don't they make him out to be innocent for the majority of it? Uh, it's kind of thing. It's easy question. I have it if you want it. I have it on um, Blu-ray. If you want I, I, I don't know. So you know. I'll watch it, brother. And that's why I think it. that makes that work. Is there because it's him questioning a Sandy as yes. he twenty years later he gets out of the asylum and he comes back to the motel and find that Dennis Franz has been running it instead um, as like a sex. Sex dungeon. Sex dungeon, yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, moves back in the house and tries to rebuild his life as things start to happen. He's, uh, you know... He's hearing things. He's, he's getting phone calls. Besides not just bodies, but yeah, he's hearing yeah. things. He's His sanity's brought into question. And mm-hmm. it, you go through his head, like, is he living this? Is he still sane? Is he... Did nothing happen? Like, is mother still out there? Right. And uh, I think it brings up a lot of good questions without spoiling what happens for another, you know, 38-year-old movie. Uh... It's incredibly well done and incredibly tense with fantastic performances. Like, Anthony Perkins might have been stuck in that role for the rest mm. of his life, but he's just so good at it. Psycho he, 3 is kind of more of a slasher. I appreciate it. But it's and, still a solid movie. And the prequel, Psycho 4, with Henry Thomas and um, Which was a direct Olivia to... Hussey. Or was a made-for-TV well, movie, right, wasn't right it? To, yeah. like, right to USA or TNT. Yeah. Directed by Mick Garris. It was great, yeah. The remake is Abomination. It's a burning now. Uh, what's funny about the remake, though, I got so mad watching the commentary. I watched the movie, um, and then I watched the commentary, and it's, and Anne Hayes was doing the commentary with Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant obviously didn't want to be there. No. Anne Hayes kept talking about how they made their movie better, and it's obvious she never watched the first one. And I can't remember exactly some of the things she said, but she was saying certain things, and I'm like, you haven't seen the original, have you? <laughs> and then she talked about the sour scenes. She says, oh, we made it bigger, we made it bloodier. This is so much better this way. I think people enjoyed it more. Like, no. No. No one did. No. Have. Did you not read it? Of course, I just I just read uh, Neil Patrick Harris's autobiography, and he talked about working with Anne Heche on um, some play they're in, and she's fucking insane. <laughs> and she's yeah. awful to work with, and I'm not surprised that she thought her new Psycho was better than the old Psycho. And Gus Van Loo Casey popped me like, yeah, we did this. Mm-hmm. Cool, where's my cat? Well, he, he reminded me of his version of himself and Jane's not much like back. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I'm counting my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Alfred Hitchcock's piece of work, but that first Psycho movie is a great fucking movie. Mm. I think Psycho 2 is more like... I need to see it, so I will borrow your copy. The original cycle, Psycho Dude, I'm totally going to make this. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it, 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 is, it redefined a lot of things for horror. The shower scene is iconic for a reason. But at the end of the day, if I had to show a younger generation a movie between Psycho 1 or Psycho 2, I hate to say it, I think Psycho 2 would be more compelling for them to watch. Because they have shorter attention spans. Um, There's some shots in Psycho that are brilliant, but don't necessarily... It's similar to the... Birds. They don't translate as well now to a modern audience because a modern audience doesn't necessarily appreciate how innovative it was. Mm. Like the falling down the stairs moment. Yeah. People will be silly, oh, it's a back, you know, ba- you know, back shot of it. Or, yeah. You know, projected back projection, you know. But it's, it's, it was a really innovative thing to do. And they did what they could with 
the resources available, I think Psycho 2 is one that has, and partially because it, it goes a little bit more almost obvious horror in some ways, but I think it's a little bit more accessible and it's withstelled. And I, I, I don't want to compare the two in terms of like their, the brilliance of Psycho. I'm just thinking purely yeah, from... Psycho oh, is one of the not, best structured movies. Yes. Film movies of all time. Yes. And but I definitely can, give it that I can see point. how people would not take to it with a modern eye. Yeah. But what's weird is it shows how well done it's made it was, uh, is that when I showed it to Allison for the first time, she knew this twist coming in that right. Mom Bates was dead. But she got into it, and when at the end, when when he runs in and, in the costume, uh, she was like, wait, I thought he was the killer. And like, she like said that as you're watching it, and I was like, and then, you know, the, then the light comes on him right. and realizes him. But she was like, she knew where the twist was, but still questioned it when it happened. Yeah. What and and his acting is so good and and that ending scene with him sitting in the room and the voiceover like there's there's so many things about it that are so good I I think some of it is that I look at things a lot in how I would show this to my film students how I would show this to my my teenage film students and um, I'm learning a lot about what resonates with them and what doesn't and i i hate to say that i think the second psycho overall would resonate better with them but i i think it would no because i think of course, if you gave them tide pods though, if i gave the them tide pods well of course, yeah, we, we can't spend the entire time talking about psycho but i do want to say that um so much of psycho is subtle with the way it does things. oh yes like, yeah. the looks like like when um when uh bates and marion are in the back room having and she's eaten the shots and the of the power dynamic there with the mm-hmm. way the birds are and the way everything it tells you so much that you don't sub you don't really subconsciously, subconsciously until you study the movie yeah. and like oh shit this is what where the turns and the twists and how it makes you feel about every character was simply the shot yeah uh, something you don't realize until you study how you know how how well, nice how, and seen and how precise Hitchcock was in his filmmaking I mean he. Again, he is a problematic filmmaker. He is was an abusive asshole. But he understood how to set up a shot in a way to evoke emotion mm. without the audience even realizing it. Yeah, exactly. It. That's, that's that, that scene amongst everything else. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to jump from yeah. something rather serious series to a really goofy series that I do enjoy the hell out of. Um, wrong Turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My man. I, wrong turn. So I'm going to make a turn in a wrong turn. I love the first <laughs> one. I can't get into any of the... I've tried watching the others, and I, I... I don't know what it is. I've not been able... I love the first one. I love it. Like, I own it. I thought the second one was the best. Yeah, me too. I don't. I think it's maybe I need to rewatch them. Where like it takes the thing, makes it gorier, yep. makes it more goofy. You know. Although, maybe that's it. I think I liked it when it wasn't as goofy. Well, I actually yeah. kind of liked it when it was a little more serious. Part four is my favorite. And I haven't seen five and six. I'll admit at, that, at, but I've at, seen the first four. I've seen through five. Um, I love the end of that. Just spoilers for an eight-year-old directed movie, directed directed movie, movie, directed movie, movie. <laughs> um, is they're driving along and they're fucking was it the snowmobile. Mm. And then they get decapitated, not by the mutants, not by the rednecks, not by the cannibals, but by a fucking barbed wire fence. Ah. And you just hear these characters, oh no! And then the guy finds them like... (laughs) All right, cool. I will say, I think some of what... I don't remember if it was part three. There was one that was like in a hospital or something. That was part four. four. Was that four? four. And I, I don't... I think I even turned it off. There was... There's... 
there's some stuff as a woman I didn't appreciate. In, no, I'm, I can give you. Um, what was it in the opening part? I think that may have that might be why I can't remember much more beyond the hospitals because I remember turning it off because I was like, you know what, I'm done with this. They shoot that opening in a very nasty way. Yeah. You look at it and it's. I. They didn't fully commit to the nastiness. I can almost respect if you're going to fully go with it, but they didn't. I just remember that. I, I, I think this might tie in a little bit to some of my problems with some of the sequels. Again, I have not seen all the sequels. I saw part two a long time ago, like right when I loved part one so much that when part two came out, as soon as I could see it, I saw it. And I remember just feeling like, ugh. And to be fair, I should rewatch it because this was a number of years ago. But when I tried to watch another section of it, I, it was the, the one, I just remember the hospital scene and turning it off because I... As a woman, I was like, I'm not okay with this. It's it's a nasty opening. I uh, uh, that's not my favorite part of the movie by far. I think it's the only part I got to see because I turned everything it off. after that. I think is way funnier. Mm-hmm. But they start out with such a gross beginning. I almost turned it off too because, like, even at the time, like I watched it with my mom. Yeah. So we're watching it and we're watching these teenagers torture this poor lady, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Okay, this doesn't get better. We're just gonna have to turn something off. It gets better when they when they get to the point where it's the teenagers against the grown up mutants. Yeah, it's way more gory, way more just fun balls to the wall. But like that beginning is it, it really? There's a gap there, and I'm like, it's it, it's for me. It's when we talk about some of the problems in horror. That's a that's a problem. Absolutely, that's yeah. a problem for me because I. I can't, um, I, I struggle with a franchise that that's not even like, you know, it's one thing when I watch an early 80s slasher that has something like that because it's a film from the early 80s. When I'm watching a movie that came out within the last 10 years that has that, I, I have a problem with it because they know better now and they should know better. And if they don't know better, get some fucking women on your staff. Yeah. And that's like again. I sometimes play the vagina card. That's me playing the vagina card. That's um, I part five really had that problem for me. Yeah, is it was really like they had, the main character is a woman in that, but they treat her like she's a fucking moron throughout the yeah. entire time. And like like because uh, Doug Bradley's in that one, huh. but like. There's nothing interesting that happened. Must have been the time that he needed cash. Oh, he, he needed was also money. in Nightmare. Yeah, no, he was in Pumpkinhead Three for a minute. He uh, needed money. Part bad. six takes place in the snow, right? Which I think is no. Pretty... Part four is in the snow. Okay. Part no. six is at the resort. Uh, they're at like a hotel. Part five, they're in this town, and we we have to suspend disbelief to believe that this team of three inbred mutants can take out an entire police force. Yeah. If Michael Myers can do it. They can too. Michael Myers had the thorn. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So I think that series has been it's ultimately kind of nasty across the board. It's kind of what it revels in. I, I, I enjoy it on that one. It really simply- I don't mind nasty, but, like, can you be nasty and not be rapey? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. We could just get them. I, but, I mean, I mean, I guess that's just it. Like, be... Be nasty all you want. I don't. I don't mind nasty, and I can enjoy nasty. But there's nasty, and there's misogynistic, mm-hmm. 
And for me, at least again, I've not seen all the series, but when I tried to get back into the series, that's what I saw. And I was like, mm, no, thank you, Octopus. Yeah, even um, part five has a really rapey opening. Uh, it never actually shows rape. But, but it's, it's rapey. It's very rapey. It's very like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, I'll throw another kind of yes. nasty, just vile series out there. But something I have respect for the fact that they had such little money to work with. And that these really feel like I'm watching a serial killer's documentaries, and that is the August Underground trilogy. Yeah, I never saw that. I've not seen that. No, that that's, that's, that's not in my range. <laughs> that is past the border of extreme. Okay. That's that's Tory Ian Bracken territory. Ah, fair enough. Uh, and actually, I found out about that at their panel. If mm-hmm. you're at Crypticon, go to the Shock Cinema panel because I will be there, lapping that shit up. I love watching bounty pushing films. I thought Serbian film was stupid. I still fucking watched it. I hated Serbian film. August Underground is basically one nasty... It's just, you know... Fred Vogel, who does a really good job... He went to Tom Savini's, like, effects school mm, in Pittsburgh. Right, 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 right. And he did a wonderful job. Like, these effects look real to the point where... And it takes a lot for me to get truly, like... Ugh, watching a movie. I just got a fucking shower after I saw the second one. Mm. The second one is just absolutely disgusting. It, it takes... Devil's Rejects and makes it look like the fucking like House on Haunted Hill. Huh. It's just nasty. But I have a respect for it. I respect for Fred Vogel, especially after watching a lot of his like review uh, interviews. He's a very intelligent guy. Very, you know, you can tell he's really got like a good perspective on things. But he's like, yeah, no, I, I literally wanted to make something that would make people just recoil. Like mm-hmm. they had seen, like you know, like hey, I just watched Ted Bundy's home movies kind of thing. Right, right, right. So those are movies that I don't own because they're a nightmare to get hold of. I've seen all three of them. That's a movie I would probably buy. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. So, uh, should we slide into something more positive? Let's Can't you have go a positive something. Movie? I do. Like, stuff that you like. Garbage day. Yes. Silent Night, Deadly Night, but specifically of them, I have to say, part two. Yeah. Is maybe. One of my favorite bad movies of all time. Um, it is, it it re- like it's basically retells part one for the first forty five minutes or so, and you're to the point where you're seeing clips from part one. Yeah, but then some new clips with the brother. Um, okay, oh yeah, yeah. That's why that's why I put them out here. <laughs> uh, but the. At times, the dialogue of him talking to the doctor in the hospital is like, they took a porn. (laughs) No, they took the script for a porno. And then they took some clips from Silent Night, Deadly Night. And then they added in a random killing spree, including the words, Garbage Day! And it... It's... You... It shouldn't go together. But, like, peanut butter and chocolate, it just does. Uh, I mean, I enjoy the first one. The first one's a solid, like, kind of silly slasher. It's better than its reputation. Yes, it, it is. It, it genuinely is better than its reputation. Uh, it got kind of a bad rap because there was a couple Christmas horror films that got sort of kicked yeah, around Christmas by... Evil, uh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Black Christmas got a little yeah. bit of a, you know, because people were upset that there was a horror film set at Christmas. And I'm like... Huh. Oh, blow me. Exactly. Everyone should go blow Corey. But <laughs> I did it again! Brian, you fucked me. <laughs> Why do I keep calling you Corey? You find a Corey to no, it's because I have. It's because the education director at one of my places is called Corey, and I keep. I've been talking to her all week, and so it's in my mind. Um, anyway, 
but this is ridiculous how often this happened now. Um, the 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 rest of the sequels kind of range in quality. None of them are super awesome after that. Although the remake reboot Silent Night is is really solid. The one with Mickey Rooney, <laughs> where it turns out his son is him in a weird Iron Man suit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking insane. It's the only nuts. reason people know about that is because the controversy of Part Two, or Part One, and Part Two garbage day. Yeah. Otherwise, that, a, that is lost to the sense. That will yeah. be a cinema in, in December. I'm, I'm I will. This. I will partake in that because I, I have a group cinema. When I had to watch, uh, this was I think not. It was I, maybe two years ago. I I watched all of them for for the horror honeys, and so uh, I will happily do a scene them all with you on that one. Um, I give so you I'm gonna papers, jump to a. Uh, and if you ever do Leprechaun Bob, I'm calling dibs. Yeah, on that's that gonna be next year. Uh, I'm gonna jump to a uh, a series that is almost forgotten, but I will defend as well. Is the Wishmaster movies in the late nineties? Oh yeah, uh, I kind of you're right. I do forget about those. Yeah, they've been kind of just shoveled off the the, the remembrance coil. I guess mm-hmm. uh, they're definitely range in quality, but they remind me a lot of the Leprechaun, where it's kind of like, here's something you said. Now I'm gonna turn it back around against you. Yeah. Uh, and I especially love part four. Uh, have you guys seen uh, Wishmaster 4? I don't think I've seen past part two. The So he meets a like movie goth girl and she's he is like, what's your wish? And he, uh, I think it's not played by Andrew Devoth now. It's not someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. goes, I wish for you to love me or something like that. And he has to figure out how to, because he can't, he's not capable of love. So he's trying, <laughs> he's trying to teach himself how to, how to love Avoid still killing other people by doing his other wishes. But it's hilarious as he like wishmaster in love as he tries to, as this ancient demon tries to figure out modern love. <laughs> okay, and that it, actually sounds kind of entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't really use the premise as well as it should, but it's definitely like they went there. And that's I, pretty I cool. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, now wait, this is this might go in the hundred days of horror list or I might not wait that long. And it's either that one or the third one where Someone like pukes their guts out, which is fun too. That's yeah, good. Who doesn't I mean, enjoy? And I like the, the casino kills in the second one. You know, mm-hmm. Leprechaun explodes out of a dude's dick at one point. So, yeah, so there you go. like you do. Uh, so like Leprechaun, like, Wishmaster in Love is, is definitely like, a, definitely an odd concept to run with, but they did it. Okay. And the first one's like so many. People, it's one of those movies where you toss in everyone in the horror genre. Like oh, Robert yeah. England's yeah. in there. My God, so many people. Uh, Kane Hodder. Yeah. Everyone. It's more like cool. We have. Five bucks in a weekend. Yeah, it's the who's who movie. of horror, kind of. And it, it's fun. I don't think it's. I think it's the worst in the series, honestly. Uh, it's the most polished in the movies, but I think the other ones. Which have is more saying something fun. too. Like the first one's kind of like, oh, we have an idea, but we also have a studio breathing that our neck. And the other ones seem like, all right, we're putting these direct to video, and we got like ten bucks. Just go do some fun. Now, speaking of fun, I want to throw out three that kind of link together okay. in tone, not necessarily story. Critters, Julie's, mm-hmm. ah. ones. Yeah, and I'm Funny, those are all linked. They're all linked to my head. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, all, they're all similar. Critters in and Gooblies are down one after the other because they are linked in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 all basically the same idea. Weird little creatures get loose and they fuck some shit up. Yeah, even Chud can, can, can consider this. There's actually two of those. Mm, yeah, I mean, there's true. only so two it's not franchise. Only oh, so that can't be franchise either. So I'm looping them all together in one. Um, you put Leprechaun in there, and it could be a universe where everyone is scared to death of little people. 
No, the Critters like movies the are so fun. Too. They're so enjoyable. And they're completely tongue-in-cheek, completely as well. Oh, Especially yeah. part two, when you get that giant ball well, of them the, the killing people on too. Easter. That, that's, <laughs> I haven't watched it, but the I haven't Shutter watched it yet, came out. But yeah, 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 but it, it just came out with a series. So and uh, Dee Wallace uh, is in one of them, right? She's in the first I one. I believe so. Again, then, I haven't then watched Leonardo, it yet. Leonardo DiCaprio won his first roles in part three when the Critters <laughs> oh go to the part Does that mean we can get Leo for Crypticon next year? Yeah. And then Katz is Terrence Mann, is in all of them. Um, yeah. Cats isn't real, but. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, Tilly, you're not real. Those who like, uh, no, it's on the the show. Tilly. If you've seen um, Kimmy Schmidt, that's a joke. Yeah. Um, Silent Night, or not Silent Night, Deadly Night, Subway Wait, Camp. No, fuck. Uh, Slumber Party. It was another Slumber Party, Slumber Party Massacre. One, and yeah. you are the one missing. I've never seen any of the Slumber I'm Party I'm so massacres. tired. You don't understand how tired I am right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel it. Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, I've seen all of them. Yeah. Uh, Killer Killer for the win. Yeah, well, and, and, and again, this is a slasher uh, directed and written by a woman where one of the things I lo- like, it's very tongue-in-cheek, it's meant to be very self-aware, and the fact that the killer kills women with a drill. Yes. The In the poster he's holding right in front of his junk. I mean, like, it's it's meant to be oh, ridiculous. Yeah. And that's part of why I love it. The um, the first one is, to me, the best. The parts two and three aren't great. Part but... two, where he's basically Freddy Krueger, is amazing. Oh, yeah. I he's mean, again... fucking dreams. Is that the one with the, the guitar? Yes. Yeah. yes. I've seen the poster. I haven't yes. seen the Yes. They're ridiculous. Well, I did just read a lot about the first one. I, I finally read Men, Women, and Chainsaws this past oh, week. It's, and oh. And they talk a lot about the yes, phallics. Yes, they do. Phallic imagery. It was this day. It's like it's a. It's a. I can't remember her name. Carol something. Oh yeah 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 um, yeah. I, it's in my car like right now. I I was, it's on my bookshelf. Do you want it? <laughs> I literally just I read still it. still need to read that because Heather brought that up to me today. Every, I, I do you want to borrow my copy? It should be required reading. Even though yeah. I finally read it, it should be required reading for any any film for yeah. any horror person. It, it is um, really interesting. And uh, yeah, but they talked so much of the phallic imagery of that uh-huh. movie compared to the other ones too. But that one's like yeah, it's directly in on purpose. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, she is. Well, because and again, that's one of the ways for me. Um, uh, you can tell it was it was directed by a woman. Is that she's? Well, I, I suppose that's an unfair thing to say, but I, I feel like there's things sometimes. Again, I'm putting my vagina on for a moment. I feel like there's some things that uh, you can spot in female filmmakers when it comes to horror, particularly if you're dealing with someone who is directing something like a slasher film or something that's meant to be more violent. It's like um, Mary Heron doing um, American Psycho. Yes, yeah, it's yes. Yeah, by a man have a completely different feel to it. Exactly. But, of course, as a man speaking over you, I'm sorry. No, yes, that's... No, 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 <laughs> but I mean, but that's just it. That, that There's... Because I'm asked sometimes by guys, and it's a really hard thing for me to say, like, what's the difference between when a woman does this or when a man does this? And it, it's a really hard thing to express, but it's... You almost have to do a, a two shots side by side or, or give... Give a male director a script and a female director a script, the same script, and have them shoot it. And obviously they're going to be different because different directors. But the difference in how you look at certain things, particularly violence and sex and sexuality, it's different. Uh, It just is. I don't know. And even then there's things like, um, I think... For certain things that our genre does, uh, of course, it's a whole different podcast, but right. so, uh, does like if a uh, woman director, such as for um, uh, some party massacre, uh, is choosing to do that shot or choosing yes. to do maybe something that could, if a man did it, it might have been more misogynist because it might be more oblivious, like yes. going into his conscious. Yeah, if you're if making that physical, making that choice to do 
this thing that if a, if it was in another movie would come off as like sexist. Right. It's now making a statement rather than being an oblivious thing. Yes. Like if you found out the Summer Mass- Party Massacre was directed by a dude, you're like, do you want to kill people with your penis? Yeah. But, but now it's like now. The, oh, it's his, it is his penis. Yeah, so he's trying to say. And yeah. even some of the scenes with the with the girls, you know, uh, dressing up for the slumber party and everything. Like, there's a a a self awareness to it when um, when you're looking at those shots. Um, and that's not to say that that just because you're a woman, suddenly everything you direct is is a statement mm. on feminism. Yeah. Uh, but I I feel like. Horror, particularly slashers, but horror can be very problematic at times. Older horror can be very problematic. That it's it's sort of important to note when it's been a deliberate choice versus when. Yeah. Again, this is a whole. Of course, we got to be careful not to fall into that pit, though. Because I was, I, I can't remember. I, I, it might have been "Don't Read the Latin," but it might have been an interview I was reading with somebody, maybe in Jordan Peele. We're saying that uh, for, in the case for us and for Jennifer Lovely talking about something yeah. else. Um, but I might or maybe someone on her podcast, maybe Jillian or Arias, uh, it would saying just because I'm either a minority, which women aren't a minority, but you know, less uh, a minority filmmaker or a woman filmmaker, that everything that they do is going to be analyzed oh, yeah, with that, yeah. no matter if it's a standard movie. Yeah, it's true. Simply because it's done by someone who's not a white male. Yeah. It's going to have that lens on it automatically. Even, you know, and so it's on that same thing. Like, yeah. if she just if if she just made a straight slasher, people were gonna read that stuff into it. Yeah. Even if she was like, oh yeah, I guess there was but, in the phallic imagery. But you can also <laughs> look at the fact that as artists, I say this as an artist, like as artists, our experiences are part of what shapes our our art. Ah, why can't no, I not say that. the word art? That's our our art. Our art. Yeah. Our art. Our art. And so. As, as a woman or as a minority, as a, you're going to have experiences that even when it's not always a deliberate choice, you've had certain life experiences that are going to shape your art. Exactly. So where it's it's true, you shouldn't always just automatically assume that because this is somebody who's not a white male, their art must be a direct reflection of whatever. It's making a statement on feminism or racism or, or uh, you know. Um, you can't deny that when your like art is shaped by the person making it and that is a valid thing and their experience is a valid thing and whether or not it's always a conscious choice it's there yeah so i i i totally agree with that you shouldn't look at everything as being oh they're trying to always make a statement that being said sometimes it's just there it just exists now i'm gonna jump on that seesaw and go from uh yeah, a female-led series to a dude-bro series that actually a series I don't even like, but I mention it because other people love it. But the Hatchet movies, which Ugh. is something I should that I feel like yeah. as a slasher movie fan, yeah, I should love these, but something about them doesn't sit with me. I was fine with the trying first one. too hard. It is. Uh, it's tra- it wants to be a franchise. It's Sharknado, but in a slasher form. But it reminds me of like say like if I, I but I always go back. So I always think like if I'm watching Jason do the same exact movie, I would fucking love it. But Victor, even if it is Jason, because it's, it's it's Kane Hodder, but something about it doesn't quite sit. I it's know it's what a it wannabe. Is. It well, and because it was a movie designed to for as as franchisey as slasher films are, um, there are so many that are standalone. And it was a movie that came out wanting to be a new franchise, wanting to be the next 
big name that everyone knew and and the first one i was fine with but i mean even the first one there's a lot of deliberate deliberate choices being made like you've got a recognize like tony todd is in it and 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 obviously you know kane hotter and you have these these names and these people who are recognizable to horror fans there's a pandering element to it i I get that yeah that i i think if it was not for the fact that there were genuine horror stars in it it would be another run-of-the-mill, direct-to-DVD, direct-to-video, direct-to-demand, or, yeah. oh my God, sci-fi. I mean, it, you it know? doesn't even, like, it came out right around the time Rise of Leslie Vernon came out. It did. Which yeah, I think better. is a brilliant, oh, yes. like, brilliant movie. Yeah. Brilliant Actually, movie, and that's not a series, unfortunately, yet. Yeah. I can talk about but, like, Hatchet, to me, feels like, uh, it's very cynical. Yeah. Very much mm-hmm. like they, oh, yeah. they're like, how do we assemble the... How are we going to make money? How are we going to appeal yeah. to our group? Okay, we'll just get him, him, him. Just put a lot of gore. It's like the Sharknado movies. Just like, yeah. okay, we're just going to put all this shit in a movie, whatever. And then, oh, it's so gory. And then it up. It's like, oh, fuck no, you. I do appreciate the practical effects. Do you oh, yeah, 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 Practical yeah. effects. Don't get me wrong. But it, it feels too much like they were checking boxes mm. the whole time. Uh, that, like, these are these are the things we need to make this a new franchise. We know, boom, 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 and, and it doesn't help that all the characters are immensely unlikable. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Which, but I feel modern horror has that problem. Maybe it's not just modern horror, but yeah. like I feel like you just want them to get killed. But compared to like something that, compared to like say your next, where it's kind of the part of the point of the movie, <laughs> right? Yeah. But where it's it's such a deliberate choice, and it, but it's not beating over head with it the same way. There and they make such like I love your next, and there's these great dark. I re- there's one of the jokes that always stands out is the like why won't you fuck me next year dead mother song. oh yeah <laughs> the punchline and I love that because there's this fucked up humor to it oh, that's delightful <laughs> uh, and and I feel like you I don't know I I need to be able to if I don't like someone then I'm not going to feel for them, but I'm also not going to... Like, on the one hand, yes, I'm going to cheer when they die, and that's fun, but I'm not going to care. See, and that's why movies like Hereditary work for me, is you Mm. don't want to see anybody die. Yeah. It's like, you you don't... like If you actively are rooting for a character, it's like the original Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Right. You don't want to see Nancy die. No. You don't want to see any of her friends die. Maybe Rod. Maybe Rod. But even though he's got Rod's troubled. You can still still see it. He's a troubled kid. Like even some of the like the later Friday the Thirteenth movies, there are characters you want to see live. Yeah, yeah, there's two or three you want to see. I always love the the nerdy girl in part four. You know. Yeah. She takes over class first time, has sex, and then gets killed. <laughs> I always feel bad for the dude in the wheelchair in part two. Oh yeah. But he's, he's about to get laid. He's, yeah, he's get about laid. to get laid. He's, he's about to get laid. <laughs> he doesn't even get the pussy, brother. No pussy. No pussy. All right. Anyway, so moving on. Can uh, I bring up? Yes. Yeah, if you, unless you've got something like no, no, burning, no. burning. They're burning only had one movie. Oh, <laughs> Amityville. Yeah, you kind of brought that up earlier, though. Did you? Yeah, with George and the Corners. But you like said it. That's yeah. you mean yeah, by brought it up? You was all right. Said it. You know? But go ahead, sir. Fifteen or something. Of them? Something. It depends Where's... on how you look at it. Personally, yeah, that's the true. first one I think is one of my favorite like supernatural horror movies. It doesn't really have too much of a good ending in my my nope. view. I feel like it just kind of peters out. I wish it had done more with it. What I want to talk about is the fucking insane sequels. <laughs> with you know, uh, crazy. The Evil Clock. Yes. About time. The Evil Lamp. Part mm-hmm. five, Evil Escapes. Or part four. One, two. Part four. 
Part five, five is about is time. the curse. No, I, no. There's one that's like I took a different movie and threw a Mayville on top of it. I think it was part five, and then after that's about time. And if you're gonna do an evil YouTube. lamp, I I fucking appreciate it. That design is amazing. They oh, played that shit serious too, which I which I greatly uh-huh, appreciate. Uh-huh. Do the fucking cool. Patty Dukes in it. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Oh, that's <laughs> like, I, you know they, they weren't like evil Bong or Ginger Dead Man. They took an evil lamp and they played that shit like Freddy Krueger was in your corner. No, that's like you'd true. be afraid of the fucking lamp. Cool. I'm just gonna go and plug you and then walk away. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's. I think most of the Amityvilles are just garbage. Yeah. But the remake, the new two have been Except bad. you get to see Ryan Reynolds with his shirt off. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Listen. He takes his shirt off. I'm okay with that. I want the new one with Jason Momoa and Ben Tramer in it. I <laughs> not only will watch that, I will... Ben Tramer shirt. You know me so well. I know. But yeah, it's like, yeah, Medieval's like, the, I think part two almost became decent. Part three is a piece of shit. Then it's, yeah, then it becomes this really funny one. So then, then it becomes like these, like, direct-to-video, like, who bought the rights this week? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, you don't even have the rights to the name of the city, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but, I mean, I, we Because there's, like, the Medieval Funhouse and the Medieval Dollhouse and... We could make a shitty horror film and call it Amityville um, 69, The Ginger Dead Man, Evil Bong Escapes. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the Awakenings that came out last year, and then the one that came out like the year before that. Oh God, I, God. Awakenings was dumb. I didn't see it. It was dumb. I, I saw parts. I saw clips. I that girl from Twilight in it. Uh, I thought sorry. it was the girl from what's her name, what's like, like Misha Barton Lee? or something. No, I thought it was Bella Thorne that was in it. Oh, oh maybe. Oh, that's I mixed them up. You know, Bella Thorne. You're right. It was Bella Thorne. It was dumb. Do, I, I know my shitty horror actresses. Thank you very much. They all look all right. alike to me. So, Kim, anything? Uh, That's racist. Franchise you want to make sure we talk about? Um, I mean, so there's there's franchises that are significant, but I don't necessarily like have a burning desire to talk about them. Like, I, I mean, think we just title list it. We're at an hour and forty five minutes. You probably can just like. You know, I mean, like uh, Poltergeist is a significant franchise, but it was never that was never one for me that I was super attached to because I saw them a little too late, so I, I don't have this. fond memories of them or anything. Poltergeist was okay. Yeah. I really liked the remake. I thought that the remake I, was yeah, the remake was was fine. Yeah, I, I think the remake actually is better than the original. You are wrong, and I <laughs> and, and Reverend Kane will send you to hell. For that. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with you, yeah. but I liked it. No, I like. Yeah, I liked it. Well, and again. I saw the original within the last, like, ten years, so... Yeah, I mean, you were a little old for it when it first came out. <laughs> Fuck you, You were, like, two me. weeks old. <laughs> I was... When did the first one come 1982. out? 1982. Like, summer 1982, like, around your birthday. So you yeah. were a good 20, 30... Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> I was negative 11. You were negative. You're going to be negative. Um, <laughs> uh, the Exorcist. Um, part one, amazing. Part three, even more amazing. The even TV amazing. show is an good absolute joy. Fuck you, Fox, for canceling that. Uh, Two is bug nuts crazy with awfulness, but it's a fucking I mean, Doesn't that have James Earl Jones in it? Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I, you know what? It's funny. I've seen one and three. I started to watch two. I got like 10 minutes in and I was like, why am I watching this? First. Yeah, I was like, I'm not drunk enough to be watching this movie. So part I'm gonna three is a solid movie. Actually, it's one of those movies that I, I think Exorcist 1 is a better movie than part three, but I'll watch yes. part three hands down. I consider this a series because there are two main entries in a remake, Willard. Because Ben is a sequel to Willard. Yeah. Except it doesn't need to be three entries. I qualify it as two. I did not agree to your yes. rules. <laughs> I throw those rules in. 
I did not agree to either of that. I'm mentioning it because I love small little rodents. And I like to think that if I grew up down on my luck, I would probably have a swarm of rodents that I would kill evildoers with. I mean, I can get behind that. I'm not saying I'm opposed to that. I like the remake better than the first one. I was glad when Willard died. Because he killed all those innocent rats who just wanted to help him. Oh yeah, that made me upset. Fuck you, Willard. And I hope you die. Except remake Willard, you're great. I'm going to bring up something that actually has a very long series of sequels. There's like nine of them. No. Uh, on, only two of these are actually decent. Is The Howling. Uh, oh, God. I, I'll admit, I don't like the first Howling very much. See, I, I, I like the it. transfer, but after that, parts two and three are fucking hysterical, and they're bug nuts crazy. I know I used bug nuts a few minutes ago. But um, Marsupials, with its werewolf nuns, and like what's weird about part three is like the werewolves are just trying to be have their own little commune. They're not killing anyone. They're doing their thing. They're doing their thing, and there's weird-ass transformations. And part two, uh, which is either called your sister's werewolf or werewolf bitch, depending on where you're at. Uh, Christopher ah. fucking Lee, Reb, uh, Reb Brown, and a bunch of, like, just go nuts. They like, take the concept. It's almost like, oh, most besides part three, you know, all the howlings are remakes of each other. But mm. they get weird, and I appreciate it for that. And they're also the ones that all stand on their own. Uh, part four is literally a remake of the first one and called The Original Nightmare is more based upon the book. Then part five is a circus and I can't remember what part six. New Moon Rising, but I don't think I've actually seen that one. Now, are we counting Toxic Avenger in this? Oh, that's on my list there, but yeah. they're all right. They're kind of like more adjacent. A... Yeah, they're more kind of like Predator. Let's loop. I'll yeah. loop them in the, together where ah, they got horror elements in them. Uh, can I throw out Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, it's right there on my list too, right, right, right below Howling and right above Toxie. Okay. Um, Sons of Lambs, uh, I mean, Hannibal Rising. Yeah. And I will Man die Hunter. on this hill. Yes. I think Red Dragon's the best of that whole series. You mean Manhunter. I mean Red Dragon. <laughs> no, you, you mean Manhunter. I want Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you fools are talking about. Hannibal Rising. No, I can't even. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't even say I the word. I still words. need to see the show. I haven't watched it. Uh, oh, you've never seen the I know, show. Oh, Jillian. Bob. Jillian out there being like, what? Bob? Oh my God, Bob. Because <laughs> like, you know me, but still. The show. So here's the thing. I'm a big Sons and Lambs fan. I love Anthony Hopkins. And I struggle now watching Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter because the show has ruined it for me because he's so good. I've heard Mass is great. So. He's so fucking good. And I just want him and Will Graham to make out all the time <laughs> and I'd be happy in life. Um, yes, I read the fan fiction. Um, but it's... it's uh, that We need to do a horror TV episode because yeah. there's so much I will to be just said. talk about The Walking Dead nonstop. And yeah, I will but... probably talk about... Actually, I have a lot of things to talk about. I always have a lot of things to talk about. What about Reanimator? Yeah, that's three. That's, oh, yeah. yeah, that's three. It's, yeah, that's yeah. one I added when you talk about Don't Fuck Me Next to Your Dead Mom. What do you have that one? Like, cause I, I was wondering Re-animator. what that sparked in you. That yeah, you because it made me now. think of Barbara Camden. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you gave me a look and I was like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Um, Phantasm? Yeah, Phantasm's right there. Uh, uh, shout out to Jason. That's his favorite thing ever. And Jason's going to hate me for this, but I like the first one. I don't like the other ones. I think and they're all remakes of each other. And Jason's going to love me for this. I love them all. <laughs> And I genuinely mean that. And I'm going to throw out the six series, six movies plus one TV show of Tremors. 
I was just yeah. Tremors. Yeah, Tremors. Yeah, Tremors is a classic for me. Raboids. And I know at this point we're doing listicles, but hey, it works out. It, well, we, when you get to the we're, end, we're, we're an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. We just gotta People are fine it. with it. People are like, if we don't mention these, we're like, you didn't mention that. I know. We, we mentioned Scream, though, right? We, mentioned, yeah. we talked about Scream in the beginning. Yeah, that's kind of right. what started I, I was pretty off. shit-faced in the beginning, so I remember yeah. part Were you? So Ripley there. No. Uh, but if you bring a Scream, you're bringing the stuff that came after it, which I have a panel on Crypticon about 90s horror, which will probably bring up Urban Legend, which you mentioned. I know what you did last summer, which is three entries yep most people don't realize there's a third yeah, one yeah there is with the zombie fisherman <laughs> oh i forgot about that yeah it's made for sci-fi and the, the the fisherman from the first one is now a zombie yep killing kids in urban legend styles for now, mentioning him and keep in mind he's not like a flesh-eating zombie he is just a reanimated corpse just doing his jason he's like jason i love how they kill him yeah. when they toss him that wood chipper he's like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean you have to be to be fair though why has no one done that to jason Voorhees? because then he's just dead We'll come back, right? Uh, well, he's like the Bob. He's a reform. Uh, the Omen. The Omen. Yeah, oh. I, I forgot about the Omen. How and did I do that? I don't know. The With purge. its six entries, yeah, Purge. I've mentioned. I forgot about the Purge. Purge. Uh, Underworld. Resident I Evil. I forgot about those. I don't even like those two series. Man, no, but they're, but they're there. They're about Piranha. Piranha's on the list. Yeah, yeah. I like. They're a lot of fun. Even part two, and I. They're all of their own movies. Um, oh yeah, but uh-huh. I really like part one and part three. Uh, part one, part one, Dick Miller, man, Joe Dante, you know, part three, Adam oh, yeah. Scott, mm-hmm. it's just goofy, it's fun, Eli Roth gets eaten. Oh! Um, <laughs> I'm on for that. Eli Roth, you have Cabin Fever and Hostel. Hostel. Carnosaur. I forgot those existed. Yeah. Oh, God. Carnosaur, the Jurassic Park, no. about Jurassic Park, of yeah, course. Ca- yes. I can't believe I mentioned, didn't mention one of the best movies of all fucking time, because I put Jurassic Park in horror, I, I don't care what people say. To me, no, it's, it's, it's to me, it's genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's it's, several things that kind of like this touch in in some way that I just grab and, and bring I mean, it on the shelf. Like Placid again. That's another yeah, one those, that's had a million entries to wait, it. That, that crossover in Anaconda. Yeah, yeah, well, and Anaconda. There's a bunch of shit I forgot. Species. Spe- I forgot about species. Uh, prophecy. Prophecy is on my list though. Okay. What about Lost Boys? Are there random? Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, there's three of those. Oh, um, those. Uh, which which board? Which board is like 17 of them? Yeah, there's. Yeah, that's I didn't on realize. here and witchcraft, which I get mixed uh, witchcraft. up. Witchcraft. Yeah, Warlock too. Warlock. Warlock has three. Three. It's got three. Well, and then I think they did, or no, it was maybe it was a reboot of it or a remake uh, of it. Didn't they? There's maybe. two with Julian Sands and one where he's played with someone else. I think the guy from Witchmaster maybe, and then. Then there might be a remake. I'm not sure. I've already seen the first one. I haven't seen the other ones. But Prophecy yeah. uh, goes off the rails by the end, but the first two are really solid. The first two are really solid. Vigo Mortensen's in, in yeah. uh, the first one and early old him using that and Texas Chains Massacre Third around the same time. Um, Feast is they're fun. Uh, yeah. they yeah. kinda run out of jokes halfway through the second movie. It but happens. the first one is a solid satire of this type of movie. Uh-huh. Now, great special effects. I, I'm going to throw this one out there, even though it is not technically three movies, but there have been plans for a third movie forever, and it, it's a sequel in name only to a point. I mean, not, not name only. Uh, 20 Days Later. They're, they've been oh, trying to make the third one of that for no. fucking ever. Because they were going to, weren't they going to do 28, uh, 28 months later? Yeah, later, where it's all of Europe and Africa and Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I really hope they do because I would watch the shit out of that. Uh, uh, the Fly. The Fly. Uh, oh, yeah, in the original series, yeah, there's three. Hell House. Right, right yeah. Hell House and he has two. Third one's coming out this yeah, fall. Just, it it yeah, counts. Yeah. I've seen the trailer or the, the <laughs> promotional art. Trailer happens. But uh, I do want to mention uh, Ginger Snaps. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Where that takes a really weird turn in the third one. They it go does. back in time. Well, they don't go back in time. It's, it's a but, prequel. 
with the same characters. Seeing if we have um, I also had Blair Witch has three entries. Oh, yeah, that's right. I for, because we I forget always about, forget part about... Part two's a step out. Yeah, well, because part three then disregards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, as a standalone movie, I actually really enjoy part two for its utter ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, because it's weird because it takes place both as a sequel to the movie and a sequel to the phenomenon. So it's like, yes. It's a half a step out of that fictional world, but still in it. Yeah, there's <laughs> like an element of meta to it without... Uh, I can never figure out where which, like, exists as a movie in its world or just simply a legend. Oh, I guess it does. But it exists as a movie in the world, but in that world, it it's both a it's movie real. and what happens. Yeah. It's like it's in an alternate universe where they weren't just trying to make us think it happened. It actually did happen. Yeah, they just found those videos. They just found Lost Boys mentioned uh, oh, uh, in the Endless Godzilla series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love the monster movies. I put kaiju into horror on yeah, kind of like yeah. an asterisk type way. Yeah. They're not really scary, but they're definitely oh, um, horror. The King Kong, I the guess. Ring, yeah, Ring and Juana and, 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 and Ringu. Like, yeah. Yeah. both the... Because there's three of the American ones and then who there's knows three how American grudges uh, like 17 other ones yeah there's a shorts. shit ton now yeah. Yeah. Uh, ring there's three in America plus a short there's five in Japan mm-hmm. and there's a couple ones that there's like versions that came out in other countries um, Hostel we've talked about Hostel we mentioned um, Cabin Fever we Cabin mentioned Cabin Fever just mentioned. first one's alright and then it kind of yeah. goes down the other remakes shit Even the remakes the first I'm not going into it <laughs> it makes me too mad. Uh, I, I wrote this down when you talked about like your extreme horror, but Human Centipede is three. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw them each once, and that's enough. Oh, yeah. I don't need to watch them again. I, I haven't seen Some people one. consider that extreme. <laughs> oh, no. I don't find them extreme. I just find them they're pointless. They're stupid. They're yeah, they're fucking stupid. extreme for the mainstream audience. That's true. And for like people they're... like you like watch the yeah like to watch Thalo, uh as, as a going to sleep measure. <laughs> that's a... That um, is just a very... Wolf this Creek is, was only two, wasn't Wolf it? Wolf Creek only had two in a TV show. It, oh, that's so, what I was mixing up because it had the In TV my show. view, that counts. Because it, at that point, you've done enough material to justify it. I, I mean, it's definitely... Two in a TV show, to me, should sort of... Yeah, it, gets, it definitely has franchise-ish. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not um, going by your rules, Bob. Yeah. Uh, no, this okay. is horror-adjacent, but I like all three of the Darkman movies. Oh, uh, there's yeah. definitely horror elements. They're not directly horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. definitely more you know, science fiction superhero with horror bits, right. I guess. Uh, horror sensibility, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which also brings in, there's like five Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> mm, right. And the new one coming out, the trailer for that dropped the other day. Yeah. I, I'm interested. I, yeah. I think. I'm not completely sold on it from the joke, but also it's a... 12 second trailer you know so, yeah. it's hard to say yeah and um, obviously I want to just show this out because I know Kim loves it and she considers it horror James Bond <laughs> it is horror it is uh, I mean you, you think about the dude with the fucking teeth scary shit where I can, so it looks like we covered everything uh, I mentioned I'm just going to throw this out there and drop it at that as Jeepers Creepers there's three of those four, three, oh out. dude we could we could get we could talk we'll about stop those that and leave that to Michelle yeah. um, problematic horror Oh, one oh one. VHS has three entries. They're they're at they're, oh, they're yeah. anthology, so it would okay. that's kind of big. Anthologies are kind of yeah. I count that faces of death. Throw that in there too. Mm. VHS one is a fucking masterpiece. VH two has a masterpiece segment in there. The last part, yeah. The the the, 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 the cult like, one. Yeah. VHS three. You gave me a look. What's just in there? No, if we're gonna be counting the VHS, then technically the ABCs of death mm. have yeah, had two. A point five too. Oh yeah. So, a point so five. there is technically three. Yeah. 
But yes, VHS, we interrupted you. I'm sorry about the VHS. I love the VHS one, except for the third one. Yeah, there's a weird the, 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 the third one where they have the alternate universe where the dudes have the weird penises what the <laughs> fuck I, and there's a 30 minute segment of just some oh asshole God. skateboarders fighting yeah. that's one of the guys who made Resolution in the Endless I can't believe they made that oh part. interesting shocker because I've well, seen not, the first that is a shocker because two... there's a good movie I've never seen them either well actually technically I mean Resolution they've kind of been in the same un- I mean Resolution was in the same universe Spring as as um uh as endless because endless yes. yeah we know that and it takes place at the same time yeah yeah that's true kind of, kind of. You it's... have to see the movie makes sense <laughs> yeah that, it makes sense once you've seen well as much as any of their movies make, I really enjoy their movies but as much as any of their movies ever make sense okay that's a lot of movies my brain hurts yeah I'm just gonna throw out Night of the Demons you mentioned earlier oh yeah, there's yeah, three yeah. of those yeah. I've only seen the first I consider four of those as a remake to be linked with those because the demons are so similar I can so see that. I, I consider that like a five movie. A six if you include the remake of Night of the Demons. Which I will I haven't seen any of. I think it's everything I've crossed off on mine. Gamera, which kind of cops on the Godzilla. King Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With King Dong. But they're all kind of their own remakes of each other. Yeah, yeah. They don't necessarily tie together in the strictest sense. Mangler, and sometimes they come back out of the Stephen King universe. They're all their own things. Yeah, do we count that. Stephen King as like one big continuity? Yeah. Right, because a lot of his stuff kind of crosses over into. Well, I mean, doesn't really do so much in <laughs> film besides a couple of in jokes. Even some of the the Universal monsters or the Hammer Universal Draculas. Monsters on my list here, yeah. It's yeah. like those were a shared universe. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. And Hammer kind of. Because you have the same. I mean, you have a lot. Dracula meets this person, and Dracula's brides, and Dracula's this, and Dracula's <laughs> ass. Um, Dracula's ass is my favorite. <laughs> Dracula uh, takes the census. Dracula takes it in the ass. Oh, wait. <laughs> Dracula, uh, Dracula 15. He may need glasses. <laughs> Dracula gets dentures. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think that's everything I had in mind, including also they added as we did this. I can't believe that. It was like, that was 60 something series. Oh, my God. Dracula applies for and home I know, refinancing. I know we forgot some. I just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we probably did. Because and, there's so many. And are like three listeners are like you didn't mention this bloody um, murder, those uh, shitty Friday the Thirteenth remakes. Oh, Carrie uh, too. Carrie's uh, yeah, had. Yeah, Carrie. They're on. There's only there's one sequel and then a couple of remakes. That's why. That, um, that still counts. Because there's there's In, yeah the Rage Carrie too. Yeah. And then, yeah. Which I was thinking about earlier when you were talking about like you know, women directed horror. Which yeah. Really, like you talking about how Pet Cemetery now I would qualify for me because there's a sequel or three. Remake. Um, but it's also not like. A I don't think it's we'll see two it as a in a franchise. remake. Two, yeah, that's the challenge. Is it's like there's, there's some there's some things that have two in a remake that people see as a franchise. And right. That they don't. For some reason, three is the magic number for me to to consider a franchise, and I don't know why I'm so hung up on that. But but um, or yeah. or being in an interconnected universe. Yeah. And <laughs> like in Ghostbusters, crossed over into in the comics, crossed into both universes. They exist in. A multiverse. Yes, and maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I'll just say about you know male versus female gays when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, Carrie. Like, first one directed by Brian De Palma. Yeah. Second one directed by Cat Shea. Yeah. And you can see either, you know, mm-hmm. both of them, the male versus female directors. Yeah. Uh, slightly different stories, but still kind of the same story. Mm-hmm. Creep show. Yeah, it's three of those, yeah. There were three. Yeah, well, an anthology is always a little. Plus yeah. the TV show. Coming yeah. out soon. That sound you are currently hearing is Cody's fiance. <laughs> she so, out. 
She's out. She's sleepy. Because we've been here a long time. Yeah, we we're at two hours, and I think... We are we out of are we out of franchise? I think we're out. We had good conversations about all... Like, we've mentioned every single one on my list, so that's cool. Nice. Um, if some of them were just mentions, and some of them were actually discussions, it's nice. We mentioned the ones on my list. I never even had a list. I was just going off. Yeah, I, I thought about going... Like, I'll fully admit, I thought about going off the top of my head. It's like, no, I'm going to... Kick myself for not mentioning Wishmaster. I guess. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got to bring up Ginger Dead Man. Mm-hmm. It's the and the bong one versus the evil bong. Yeah. Right, well, th- if you've listened all two hours of us, oh my just god, what's wrong with you? Get a life. Movies, thank you. Uh, or thank you. That yeah, too. we'll we'll see you at Crypticon here soon. Oh yeah. Uh, go to cityfeek.com to figure out what else we're working on. We got the Stephen King retrospective, our various reviews, uh, all sorts of amazing things. Uh, so check those out. Uh, I mean, you're going to hear me talk about each of these series probably as we go through seeing the malls of this and non-horror. I, I got I, a couple ones going, so. I have an idea for you, Bob. You should huh. lock yourself in a room and watch all of the Amityville movies back to back. And just shoot right after you're done. <laughs> I, I, I went out, no, actually, when I do Children of the Corn, it's probably me one go. I'm going to spend like a day just watching those. Because that's coming up in the Stephen King perspective, because we're, we're doing it chronologically. And we're doing Salem's Lot comes out this week. Uh, but that's 1984, so it's pretty early on. And I'm just going to throw them all into one go, and we'll see where things go from there. Oh my god. But uh, you can check that out on the YouTube. Are you including uh, his made-for-TV movies in that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's about 90 movies on the list. Shit, We're not including dude. Dollar Babies. We're not including... Langoliers. Langoliers is part of that. Nice. And that's going to be a... Uh, well, Dean as, Stockwell. We're going to be that. ranting on that. What's a, what's a Dollar like Baby? I just like uh, that. So a Dollar Baby is um, when... If, if Stephen King doesn't have the rights out to somebody else, uh, a upcoming filmmaker can buy it for a dollar um, and put it out uh, so, so they can they can't make any money off it. So you can get kind of like the feeling behind it. And you could probably put it into film festivals saying Stephen King's The Girl, The Man Who Loved Flowers, which is one of the ones that comes out a lot, or I Am the Doorway, a couple other things, especially stuff for Night Shift a lot. Uh, but yeah, so it's something that's unoptioned that you can option for your movie and your movie only. And then of course it's the same thing. Other people can make that same movie for that same dollar. But it's his way of putting his name on something that upcoming filmmakers are doing. That way they can get their name out there with with his name. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, that's actually kind of <laughs> a cool thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a way, because it's a recognizable name so people might watch yeah. it. And so, so that's like, oh, actually kind of a cool thing to do for up and coming artists. But you can't be something that's already been made. Something right. fresh. Like, uh, if you look on Design to Be, there's like 500 entries, and a lot of them are the same, like 12 titles over and over again. You get The Jaunt, The Man of Flowers, Last Long in the Ladder, The Boogeyman, The Woman in the Room, because uh, those are ones that are filmable, like Survivor type, ones that don't evolve a lot to it. So someone who's kind of you know, doing a senior film class can yeah. make. I'm still waiting for them to do like The Girl Who Lives Tom Gordon. George Romero tried to make that forever, and it always kept falling through. But anyway, uh, so we, yeah, Stephen King, Dollar Babies to go. Watch the Stephen King stuff for more about that. Uh, find us citygeek.com. Uh, you can find all our information on there if you want to reach out to us. Uh, and we'll see you next time, and hopefully we'll see you at Crypticon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Next time on, we should have Jason from Crypticon talk about the con and all the panels. Yeah. Uh, if we get everything lined nice. up there. Uh, other than that, um, see you at the site, and thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>